listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, behind those mahogany walls, indoor pools with steel doors, flipping eggs over in my silk drawers. While I'm charging my cell, sparking the L, baby margarita my mail. Since that they switch seats to another jail, and his bay is on fire. He's locked up with them dudes from the fucking wire. That's when I pass it a bone, started the call, the floor stalled through the house. Roll ball, Ruga out, home by you see the sign, yeah, y'all are moving out. In front of the crib, niggas flip, I had to shoot it out. 30G living room sets, porcelain place with big giant walls units. Even the front grass saw your boys doing it. Toast star can never fall. I even put work in under the floor in the box with the ox in my skeleton jaw. Tell them soldiers I'm in the bush if the president calls. Yeah, we not the bus smooth sailing. Yeah, when they eat shot, now your crew's bailing. I refuse to bail down. Yeah, refuse to lay down. Go five and turn to let the piss call out. I thought I told y'all niggas before. Tenders for the children P.O.'s violate your dirty urine These dealers in the lobby of my building Ice grilling I don't catch cold to catch feelings I put in that work and catch millions If that don't work, back to stealing Snatch me a purse and stat drilling Matt from Matt Dillon Millionaire slash chameleon I mastered the jokes One of my niggas mastered killing Straight shots clap civilians At the dinner table Offer the love of crack dealing Once again the fatal Blind guillotine for niggas Paper Riley able My woman is on the I got mouths to feed And I'm the hand that rocks the cradle Just like Hover But I ain't trying to rock the label I'm a soldier I stay on my job Lee Iacocca Honeys wanna fuck them The industry fucks them over Shot, now your crew's bailing I refuse to bail down yeah. Refuse to lay down Go five and turn to let the piss go I bail I got my ghost face on cause I'm a killer I live the street life Why I'm that nigga Label me a beast, call me you Godzilla When I rumble in the jungle I go gorilla Step on the set, expect death you Dead in your face, straight resurrect you You highly mistaken, I'm hiding the Satan it's a celebration of black excellence, black tie, black Maybachs, black excellence, black opulence, decadence. Tux is next to the presidents. I'm present. I dress in Dries and other boutique stores in Paris. Hey, welcome to the Black Outers podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Thursday. Yes. after work yes we are to do some podcasting live even i know right uh you can watch the show live on um spreecast.com um also the blackouttips.com when it's up apparently we've been having some issues with some bandwidth but we're working on that yes we are and uh that should be taken care of uh momentarily but yeah um make sure you guys check us out live when you get a chance if not you know you can go to the blackouttips.com and do a bunch of other stuff like you know donate to the show and all kinds of ways to support the show of course this is a comedy podcast we do it three times a week or something like a comedy podcast i guess i mean <laughs> apparently uh we're not always funny karen we i know no no so sometimes we talk about the serious life-changing tear-jerking topics like sore ratchetness yeah so yeah, it's a comedy podcast that we do three times a week for, uh, you know, all the people that actually, oh, wait, somebody's saying our audio's acting up. Hold on. 
Let me work on this real quick. Yo, what about now? How's how's the audio sounding right now? Anybody anybody is better? Loud? Now it's too loud. Well turn your shit down, nigga. I know you had to change the sentence the last time, so it's the yeah. sentence right. Um, I'm adjusting this shit on the fly. Okay. Oh, now it's too loud. Okay. What about now? Is this better? I turned it down a little bit. Hmm? Well, chat room? All right. All right. I think that'll do for now. We'll okay. see. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's a comedy podcast. I do it three times a week. Me and my wife, uh, who is my co-host. And um, the motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe we need to change it to. And sometimes it's just not funny. So no, sometimes we just not funny. <laughs> sometimes you come here and you get no jokes. Oh, they're saying the audio is still in and out for them. So let me see what I can do for that, guys. Give me one second. I don't know what yeah. would be causing it to go in and out. Me either. Um, let's see the mic is set up. Let me check my settings. Yeah, I remember one. Uh, the last time that you had to go that. Yeah, but I got it on USB audio. I can hear it here. Okay. Um, the mic is all plugged in. It's going. The USB is on the computer. Uh, I'll tell you what, guys. I will try to. I'll just try reloading it and see if that'll work. Give me a second, guys. Yeah, who knows exactly what it is? Let's see if that helped at all. Says I'm on air, but I don't see my picture. Mm-mm. It went away once you once you once you clicked out. Okay, take off screen. I'm in the Facebook. Nigga. I think that got me back on, but I don't know if that fixed the audio. Yo, is the audio still coming in and out, guys? Yeah, uh, I mean. If I play music, can y'all... Did the music cut in and out? Alright, they're saying that's working. So, alright, cool. We're back in business. Four minutes four minutes into the show. Hey, people on the podcast listening later, uh, shit went crazy. It was live. It was nothing we could do. At all. Um, but yeah, you listen to the Black Out Test podcast, and uh, you can find us at theblackouttest.com, and you can do stuff like donate to the show, subscribe to the show, check out the store, check out the Tumblr, uh, a bunch of stuff that helps keep the show going. Uh, it's about time to renew our bandwidth on the site. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, shit is going down. I don't even know what the fuck is going <laughs> on. Uh, I tried emailing dreamhost.com and they sent me back something that I think I'm gonna need a manual to even understand. So. Oh, shit. Oh, they sent you some HTML or some shit? Yeah, I have no they idea. They was like, nigga, figure it out. It was like, click on this. Now fix this code. I was like, how do I get to the code? So, yes. um, and then I also like the, well, WordPress is notoriously bad for memory storage. I'm like, well, why are you telling me this right now? <laughs> yes, this is the wrong time to be informing me. I didn't even know I had memory limits on our shit. I, me either. I paid for unlimited, so I thought you did too. Who knows what's going on? Yes, but um, yeah. Make sure you guys do that. Um, 
you can email the show the at gmail.com you can call the show 704-557-0186 you can follow us on twitter i'm rodimus prime i am say that again that as in d-a-t the show twitter is tbgwt make sure you guys check that out too um and uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme yes sir and we have no 30 minute interview for y'all today it was just us chilling and being silly and shit um so if you tuned in to learn something about somebody check back on sunday um yes. this podcast though it, it, it is sponsored mm-hmm. and uh i guess let's let's do the sponsors first all right okay this podcast is sponsored by shadow dog productions and they have a new comedy feature film found betty that's right you can pre-order it now and save on shipping and also save five dollars and what can you do with that five dollars a lot of stuff guys a lot of stuff uh found betty stars friends of the show alexi eames amanda elizabeth and john fouts they've all been on the show on the website, we will have a trailer with a link to the uh, YouTube video. And uh, by the time this is up, you guys should be able to go there, click on it, and play it. Um, and check out the, the store page, which is shadowdollproductions.com slash fb.html. Um, you can also just go to shadowdollproductions.com and search Found Betty. But, um, yeah, make sure you guys do that, man. Um, support them because they support us. And all that stuff helps the show out tremendously um you know really can't even uh say it better than that just um with you know every time you guys go there and spend money uh it makes a big difference yeah even if you're just even if you're broke and you just click on the link yeah they just shadow dial productions or go to the site they just know traffic is going yeah so and eventually um, one day you'll turn down one of them um you know right now all the all your drinks are like a dollar i don't know if that's ever across the country so instead of getting that you know extra large iced tea turn it down and go out and you can get uh audio play uh with us in it for 99 cent 99 cent that's it all right now it's time to get sexy on them because we also have another sponsor guys hey sec you you sexy too dexter but i think they got you beating this department no offense to shadow dog production Mm -mm. Alright. <clears throat> Gotta wait for the beat to drop like a professional. <sighs> Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? I hope they are. Are you looking to take someone for a funky ride? Of course you are. Mm-hmm. Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? I hope you have. Like adults will do. Yes. Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you get 50% off of just about any item. Yes, and you know what? This song right here is the perfect song to sing to your new toy once you get it out of the box. But that's not all, Karen. It ain't. When you select your one item at 50% off, you also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Yes, sir. Plus a free extra gift that is so sensual that I can't even tell you what it is on this podcast right now. Shut your mouth. That's right. But I'm just talking about porn. And to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping for your entire order. And it's not a game, people. They're not playing. Everywhere but Utah, we found out. I'm sorry if you're in Utah. Everybody else, order. 
yes thank you for not voting for Mitt romney but sorry yeah so check out adamandeve.com for this special order a special offer you get 50 percent off of one item when you type in the code tbgwt that's tbgwt uh for the uh offer code upon checkout and when you do you get three free adult dvds and i'm not talking about sophisticated adult dvds like you know those oscar winning movies like flight no i'm talking about <laughs> stuff that you pull your penis out and you smack it around that's what i'm saying <laughs> on some things yeah <laughs> for inspiration and you also get a free extra gift and free shipping put in the code tbgwt mm-hmm. at adamandeve.com all right that was all the sponsors. Um, now, as everybody knows, the actual contest for, of course, the, the Black Hour Tips, uh, we were in a contest for Stitcher Radio. Yes. Um, and you were supposed to go out and vote. Thank you so much for everybody that voted, told their mama, friends, grandmama, and everybody in between. We thank you so much for all your votes. We will not find out till December, though, y'all. Yeah, hopefully, um, yeah, everybody went out and voted, did their due diligence, and, you know, maybe we'll get a surprise ourselves and find out that we were uh, good enough to actually, you know, make a difference and and, and win some things. That, w- that would be nice, you know. Um, oh, we will party. Yeah, we definitely will party if that happens now. Oh, shit, they talk, I heard somebody say eggnog is, is getting ready to get back in season if it ain't already here. Yeah, we will be doing definitely be doing Nagasaki bombs uh, when that happens. Um, so uh, as part of the you know the whole thing, we were like you know we need to have some um, you know we need to we need to make sure that we are able to um, you know entice people to vote if you will. We're not buying votes per se, Mm-mm. but we think it would be really nice if you did vote for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I I don't remember how many got to. I think I want to say three, though. But we said we would give away three uh, three prizes mm-hmm. to people that, um, you know, hooked us up. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we will monitor that by checking Twitter. I'm sorry for Facebook. Facebook is much harder to search. So uh, yes. we're not able to really search. Yeah, Facebook. we could. We would do Facebook. But fa- I don't know. Facebook sideways to the left to the right. I don't know what's going on with that path to time. Yeah. So we basically we were, you know, I said, all right, we got to do it. We want to give everybody a pretty fair chance and, mm-hmm. you know, to be mentioned and stuff. So. The first thing first, uh, I think I I could not um, I couldn't do this without, uh, and I, I think we both agree. We did that. Uh, we have to get one to Amber P. From, yes, uh, from BSG M, which is Black, Sexy, Geeky, Mental, or Battlestar Galactica miniseries, <laughs> um, because she really uh i mean she did a whole podcast about yes. the award and how much it means to her and yes. um yeah and definitely would mean a lot to us too and um so we definitely had to give amber p yes we were sitting here talking about it. i was like oh yeah she oh if nobody else get one she get one yeah i don't even think honestly we would have known that we were nominated without amber p yes so <laughs> she was like one of the first people to hit us up and a lot of people tweeted and basically what I, we want to give everybody a fair chance mm-hmm. so what i'm gonna do is i just went to twitter I put in the blackout tip stitcher and searched it, um, bringing up all those tweets. Mm-hmm. And then I, uh, took it off a of top tweet. So that it shows everybody who's ever tweeted 
the blackout tips and stitcher in the last few weeks mm-hmm. and i'm just gonna say karen uh you pick a number and i'll scroll down that far and pick a person oh uh, does does it have a bottom to it uh i don't know what the bottom is oh, yeah, and they're not really numbered so people, i'm you know i don't know how high we can go okay <laughs> but, i was just um, wondering how fucking or, or or if you want to just pick a day and then i'll pick a number from that like that works uh but okay. you know i think probably easier just, just to do um, a number yeah like all right i'll take a day i'll pick a random day let's go with uh november the 2nd okay let, let let's do number 15 number 15 november 2nd let's see if we have 15 people on november 2nd um where to start all right i'll start from the end of the night to the beginning all okay right? so let's see here we got one two three four five six who will it be seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen it's award tour 88 that is his Twitter handle at award tour, like uh, award winning mm-hmm. award tour 28, man, mm-hmm. uh, 88. So yeah, you, you, he wants something. All right. Let me pick another date. Mm-hmm. It's fun, man. I, let's see why radio shows do this. Yeah. Yeah. See how y'all keep sponsoring and giving money. We'll be able to give, give out more shit. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go with, uh, November the 4th. That was the last night before the last day of being able to vote uh you picked the you picked the number karen it's quite a lot this time okay i don't want to go too high right. so let's do Ooh, you know what let's do number five number five all right who tweeted us on november the 4th that they voted for the show mm-hmm um number the fifth person mm-hmm. see one two three oh wait that was the same person so i'm just gonna count that as one one two three four five is jfull.net jfull.net he also won something from us so yeah you guys will be getting your prizes out I'll, I'll dm you guys about the details and stuff mm-hmm. but thank you for everybody that voted in the contest and i appreciate y'all for putting it down for us mm-hmm. no matter what the outcome is um it's just cool that people felt that strongly about the show to put in on it man um and you know that you had a, i guess depending on how much you tweeted it you had a you know that much of a chance of winning but uh thanks man and uh special thanks to amber p because i don't even know if we would have known we were nominated for not for amber p yeah she was so excited she and i remember it too at first she hit us up she didn't send the link i was like huh <laughs> then i was like oh shit okay yeah you were asleep so i was like huh um uh, all right yeah you know what yeah you're right i was asleep <laughs> all right man so i got some random thoughts man stuff i want to talk about um and I know first thing first, everybody thinks we're going to talk about the election. Um, but I'm, I will put it like this, man. Um, yeah, I, I'm not really overwhelmed because I told y'all he was going to win this shit. The coolest nigga always wins president. Yeah, it's a popularity contest. That's something people don't want to admit, but that's a lot of what it is. I mean, people was trying to act mad shocked about the shit, man, mm-hmm. but... It's really nothing to be shocked about. Like, he should have won. I mean, he should have won. And 
i don't believe that racism is enough to stop someone from being president man like nope. uh, I, the the thing is um it i was in the line to vote karen you were in line to vote mm, it was hot yes i remember that day no amount of racism can keep me in that line and that's when i knew he had this shit in the bag dog like it wasn't even close as far as the actual uh electoral college voting which really is the only one that matters because yep. you know but even you know even in the popular vote it wasn't that close like people were predicting he would actually lose the popular vote and he won it um and yeah i'm not shocked dog he's better so you know it's like what what it's like that they threw money at the problem they got so desert they i mean they got people talking about he's shucking and jiving mm-hmm. they gotta do asking for his like college transcripts and shit or and threatening to give or i'll give five million to charity if you did it like you know what dog he had it and i can't really pretend to be uh you know shocked and appalled or just start taking aback like i can't believe america did it again like who the fuck were you gonna vote for that asshole really you're gonna yeah, go with romney and, and it was a lot of people in his own party was not satisfied with him they was yeah. like we'll vote for you because you beat the other crazies but you're really not our man. It's- well, e- even the extreme liberal people that were like, he's not enough for me. It's like, right. But you only get two choices, dick face. So you're going to go ahead and pick him. That's the, that's the, that's what it comes down to. So while you, you know, Cornell West and Tavis Smiley can bitch for four fucking years straight if they want to. When it comes time to get into the line to pull the lever, they are going to pull for Obama because mm-hmm. the other choice does not give a fuck about you and adamantly will never give a fuck about you that's their pretty mm-hmm. much their stance mm-hmm. i've been saying this shit for years on here man like look dog they the, the, they have a shrinking party yes and is it's been like I, i've listened to talk radio when i was coming up and i would listen to straight like am hardcore conservative radio and the, the the pool of people that they're talking to shrinks every day yes it does it's just people who are either uh you know ignorant people who are either like really really religious mm-hmm. people who are very um hateful and yep a lot of people who are old and mm-hmm. you know just want america back the way i believed in it it's like dog what y'all are trying to promote is not only a reality that never existed, you know, this 1950s version of, of, of the world where everybody was doing better except for everybody that wasn't a white man. I know. So like that is not something you can get America behind again. No, you can't, especially when you have a growing and a very growing population of brown tone people. Right. And that's something that a lot of people don't understand because they were talking about the map. You know how the map turns red and blue. Um, and it's funny how a lot of the reds were like in the middle of the country and a lot of the blues were like up north and out west. And that goes to show you, A, that's where majority of your brown tone population is. Yeah. Um, which, which I think makes a difference too. And for me, um, it's a shame that, uh, when you talk to people and you say things about Obama or about Mitt Romney, everybody 
uh, it's so ugly about it. I was listening to NPR and, mm-hmm. um, what is it? This American Life. And they, and I think that they did this before the election. They were actually playing recordings of family members fighting and people falling out and, you know, people saying that they're not going to tell their political stances and all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, y'all have literally taken this shit to a whole nother level. Well, that, there's a thing. Like, people were getting all up in arms because they think it's close. And, I don't say much about it because, like, sure, I need people to feel that way. Like, uh, like when I, I, I told Elon James a long time ago, we were talking on Gchat or something, and I was like, you know, uh, he was talking about how close it was. Oh, no, actually, I called his show, and he was talking about how close it was and, you know, oh, he could lose this and all that. And I was like, here's the thing, man. I'm not worried, but I'm glad you're worried because it's people like you that, you know, have to stay motivated, get out, make sure you vote, mm-hmm. do a good job telling everybody else to get out and vote and, you know, keeping your feeling like you have a cause that needs to continue to be spread because no doubt you are motiv- motivating people to go out and vote. Mm-hmm. But I never felt that 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 panic, man. I just that, I was just like, he got this shit. The media's job is to make you feel like it's close. Like they can't, you know, like how make you feel like it's a blowout because you wouldn't tune in. Yeah, they're never gonna do right. They're never gonna do this job and be like, yeah, you know, it's gonna be a landslide. It's not even gonna be close. So you might as well watch some other shit. Like, no, they Mm -hmm. have to make it feel as close as possible. That's what their job is, and you know, they did a good job of that. But I would just look at these fucking debates and shit and be like, I don't see it. I do not see a person that people are in love with because in order to go vote. You have to love that person enough mm-hmm. in your mind, you know, whatever you measure love by, to get your ass up and go to the poll and stand in line. Republicans don't like Mitt Romney. This I- motherfucker has trailed every single person he has been up against mm-hmm. in the primary and completely only won because he outspent them. Not because people believe in his ideals so. and all this. But you don't even fucking know his ideals to believe nope. in him. You don't, you know, it's like... Um, it, it, it's just sad that, uh, that people had to feel like, like it had to be sold like this to get people interested. But, you know, it's, I, I was on comedy the whole time. It was funny to me. It was. The, the whole thing was funny. And I know that uh, actually election night, um, we, we, um, we was here and I was sitting on a chair and they, uh, had, uh, just announced that Obama had won and, uh, we was actually watching Fox and it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. They turned to the lady at the Fox News who was in the Romney campaign. It was like, yes, what is going on in the, you know, the Romney state? She was like, crickets. Yeah. First I was of like, all, oh, okay, let me, let me run that down. First of all, um, I was playing Borderlands and Karen was taking a nap or something. Like, I was. This is how not concerned I was with this shit. I was <laughs> like, he don't, he gonna win. Like, I, I heard people were like, saying he was trailing early but it's like you know the east coast is the early part of the whole thing and you know the east coast has basically a lot of the south attached to it that's all getting early returns so it's like yeah of course he's gonna be trailing early you got you know georgia and uh south carolina north carolina which actually went republican this time barely but it did um and you like you have these southern states so it's just like of course he's gonna be trailing early but then you start getting to you know the states that have the bigger numbers and all that shit and uh, it'll he'll he'll be fine right um and i told y'all like the, the republicans don't have the they just don't have the charisma of the democrats at this point like Mm-mm. they don't have the they don't have any good speakers 
they don't have any they don't have any talking points they, that actually unite people and mm-hmm. bring them all together you know and they do but, but a lot of them were corny a lot of them were like uh well you say they do what what points do you i feel mean not points have? but it was like uh for the uh republican convention you know and no, there wasn't really a theme so their thing was we built this and i was like word that's what you rolling off of versus having a real stance having something to really bring yeah i mean that's what i but that's what i mean they don't really have anything that actually brings people together like of all different races genders nationalities, sexual orientations like they don't believe in that basically it's like we about this money if you about this money you can get together but there's a lot of people who just aren't you know on that shit so they were just kind of fucked like you know, th- these, this is the same, you know, conf- this is the same, like, party that had a, a, uh, debate, but in their primary where people applauded the idea of someone dying because they didn't have health insurance. Mm-hmm. How is that a threat? You know, they basically just tried to throw money at the problem and Mitt Romney was just not a good solution, man. He, he, like, I just never felt that this shit was in jeopardy. Maybe I was supposed to, he, he, but he, you, I mean, go listen to the tape. You never catch me being like, oh, I'm nervous. He ain't going to win, y'all. No, and, and, and the thing is this. You can't bash gays, women's, women, minorities, who is a very large population and growing population mm-hmm. and say vote for us. You can't people have people talking about legitimate rape. Rape don't count. Yeah. You can't have people talking about I want to control your vagina. You can't have people talking about you can't get married. You can't have people talking about uh, we're going we gonna to lock you up if you walk the street and you look like a Mexican. You can't do that and, and, and have this group, is which is a really, really large growing group, vote for you. And... I've actually listened to, like you said, talk radio, and a lot of them are pointing out some of the things we have. But truth be told, they don't plan on fixing that shit. As much right. as they talk, as much as they say we need to cater to women, how are you going to cater to women when you go fuck me and fuck my vagina? You don't want to pay me the same wages. You know, you know, you you go with well, we want to we want to uh, reach out to the gays, but how can you say we want to reach out to you when we we want we don't uh, want you to get married? We don't care about you as an individual. You know, you you say one thing, but in the, the day you're not going to change because a lot of the people that vote for you have these stance and that's sticking hard with it and for the first time ever it went to show that conservative Christians or quote unquote conservative Christians don't have enough pull in our country like they used to to move votes yeah well I mean you have that um, I think they really thought that that strategy of um, you know just, just saying that Obama is the worst was just enough like he's the worst y'all it's like well what are you planning on doing I don't know but he's the worst yeah. Like what so it what was, is your plan to offset this? Look. We don't man, care. He worse. This dude is the worst. Don't you hate him, you know? And the, and of course, you know, you had the uh the dog whistling to a lot of people who were um uh uh you know, trying to d- get to racist and prejudice mm-hmm. and shit like that. But it's like that's not gonna work because Mm-mm. there's a problem with racism. It's not something that is actually motivational. Like racism exists because people don't want to fight against it. Like true. If you ever see like a racial policy, it's just because nobody wants to fight against it. It's like, uh, black people can't come in this club. And it's like, okay, I don't want to go in your fucking club anyway. Uh, yeah. It's, you don't want it's me not in. worth me standing against this. Right. right. But if, but if that meant like, okay, black people are trying to come in this club, we need every white person in town to come stand in front of this club. 
nobody's coming because no one wants to work hard for fucking racism so you know the whole like dog whistling the whole fucking um yeah uh you know the 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 the, the president doesn't look like a president he doesn't seem presidential uh the he's shucking and jiving that shit is not gonna motivate anybody because if i'm racist i'm just gonna sit in my house and go yeah fuck him and just sit at home yes sir I'm not getting in a line full of black and brown people so i can go place my vote and have my vote heard like it ain't make fucking sense, man. Um, so yeah, I, I, I was not worried. That was my main thing. Um, also, I think what happened here was that, um, white women be lying, dog. Yeah, they care about their vaginas and their breasts too. And they, you know, they care about getting equal pay too. You know, you can say what you want to say, but they believe in birth control and things like that too. You don't see them having 50, 60 kids. So, you know, that goes to show you that as much as a lot of these people say, yeah, I stand behind him, when they went behind that, uh, curtain or a board or whatever they did pull level right in, whatever the fuck they did, a lot of them voted for Obama or either they just didn't vote. Yeah, I, I, well, what I think happened was a lot of Republican white women uh, went in there and they looked at that lever and they said, "Not my vagina," and click Democrat. Say that again. That's that's Even, my. I mean, there's no way to prove that. But yeah, but I think that is lot, my personal belief. I think a lot of is that a lot of women. Republican women were pretty much silent during this entire thing. Like you never even saw um, Ann Romney able to like draw draw up any big swell of you know women's support you know like you know even sarah palin was able to get women out to be like you know i'm feminist and you're a woman and let's do this michelle obama was able to drive drove up like a lot of female support as the first lady and before she was even first lady when she was just Mm -hmm. you know married to the candidate for president Mm -hmm. and i didn't see any of that shit for republican there was no pit bulls if you want you know what i mean so um yeah i'm I think they went in there and they looked at them levers and they said, yeah, uh, I might want to have control of my vagina and uh, I don't give a fuck what my husband say. Uh, I know it's so. We could walk outside of this booth and uh, I will tell him I voted Republican and he's absolutely right about everything. But inside this booth, it's on me. And I, I think a lot of them lied, just straight to their face. Yes, they did. Look their husband in the face and go, fuck you and fuck Mick Romney. I'm going to take this birth control pill right here behind this booth, and we're going to move on with our lives. Did you say Mick Romney, M-I-C-K? Oh, Mick. Okay. Oh, um, if I said Mick, I'm sorry. But, yeah, I, I think also, um, you know, when you're uh, when they're fucking, they probably think they make their wife come every time, too. Like, say these, that again. these women are good liars is what I'm saying, they're people. They're great. And uh, these dudes got played, man. That's my belief. It's like. You know, Republican women wasn't even, like, feeling that shit. Like, it, it was too much, man. Like, you can't have that as part of your fucking platform. Um, another thing, old people wasn't feeling that shit. I was sitting at my oh. desk. I was getting trained by uh, somebody to, to, like, you know, learn how to do their job. It was an older white dude. And it was uh, Wednesday morning. And uh, Wednesday morning, I dubbed that National Blackhead Nod Day yeah yeah um you know it's the second time in four years or yeah the four years that we've been able to do this but uh, of course you know uh, a lot of black people head nodding yeah i i didn't i didn't say nothing i didn't talk to nobody but like the day before man a lot of people were walking around and just talking out loud and and oh white oh here's the thing in my job old white men was loving talking about some politics tuesday yes 
loved it oh uh, one, I didn't one say dude shit to one dude came up he's like who who you voting for and i was like uh and he was talking to somebody else he was like uh who you voting for and she was like uh we don't talk politics at work it was i know a, it was so. a black woman and now if you read the subtext of that it is obama that's what it means yes and let's not argue about this that's right and so i you know i peeped game i was like okay can't wait to talk about it huh wednesday silence silence yes it was like like that like that woman said crickets it was crickets literally didn't say nothing didn't look at nobody didn't say shit all day i was partying some of me became in black yeah and the thing is man i came to work man all the black people just a little little like a little bouncing and step you know and the thing is i'm sure there were white people that were just as happy but you could not tell because you don't know which way white people vote you can assume that black people vote the democrat because we vote that way 95 percent of the time when it comes to uh you know the last four years so um if you look at a black person 95 percent chance they voted for barack obama and he won so you know we I'm walking around, you know, the janitor giving you the head nod, mm-hmm. the, 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 you know, the, 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 the managers are giving the head nods, the coworkers are giving the head yeah, nods. You don't, don't got to say nothing. Cafeteria guys giving me the head nod. Everybody making that extra eye contact and that head nod. Like we're about to, you know, uh, like, like it's a, like, like it's when a Navy SEAL group is about to take, uh, uh, <laughs> about to enter or breach uh the enemy hideout and they use hand signals and eye contact only and they go silent that's how it was black people was just Radio using silent. hand nod and eye contact this is like you ready to do this yes mm-hmm. one two three head nod mm-hmm. that's right we got the motherfuckers you know what's up i know what's up and we were smiling and shit everybody was happy and shit you know and uh i enjoyed it but nobody was gloating no no black people didn't walk up in to the office and go ha ha how you like me now bitch like nobody did that no everyone was acting civilized in real life now twitter and facebook uh, it was a little bit different a lot yeah, of people I, I went, even, off, okay. went off the chain with that i didn't even take my ass out to facebook yeah i, I saw a lot of that. people were posting like pictures of the president dresses two chains and i saw someone sent me a picture like isn't this funny and it was barack obama hugging michelle obama and his family and it had an american flag that had like the heads of terrorist and, and and donald trump and mitt romney on it i was like you know what no that's, that, that's not funny no i'm good dog i'm, I'm actually good um I, I i'll be fine so you know i, I it's like uh, you whooped his ass already you won now it's time for just to, to just enjoy it you know what i mean you don't have to try to get in here and and argue and all this shit just enjoy it and it was the smug self-satisfying grins on all these people's faces that just lifted my spirits for the entire day this week has gone so fast it has it really really has it's 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 been a a beautiful a marvelous week um i speak to a lot of those people even though i know they're angry and they don't want to talk to me even though i don't tell them to vote for who i voted for um, it's just one of those things where you go, okay, and you know what? I don't know why people acted like uh, if Mitt Romney won, the world was going to come to a fucking end. Well, that was the other thing, too, is I was I didn't think he would win, but I was also resigned to the fact that, like, neither neither person winning was going to immediately affect me. Mm-mm. I would just be annoyed. Like, my, my thing has always been this about the, the office of the president. I just want 
a cool motherfucker. I don't care that much about the policies because they normally don't they like they're normally incapable of changing shit now it just so happens that i believe barack obama is being earnest and working as hard as he can within the parameters of that office but Mm -hmm. at the same time i like the fact that i look on tv and he's talking to a gathering of people in fucking europe and i don't go please don't throw a shoe at him hey i know it's so please don't go over there and start a fucking war right hey hey guys i'm sorry about you know like bush was the only president where if you went to another country you had to apologize like yeah man i'm sorry man he he's a dick i know it's i hey yeah, hey, we all I'm, have them in our family, hey, right? I'm, I'm sorry Am he right? insulted your chic. Um, I, I, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I we, we apologize. Yes, he doesn't. We'll he, see your iPad. You know, like yeah, uh, you got uh, the first George Bush throwing up and shit at dinners. Like uh, we just didn't need that. Like I was actually cool with that. I'm cool with just don't embarrass the country, right? I, that's a low bar. Everything <laughs> low else bar. is gravy, you know. And so, so yeah, I did not want mittens Romney. As my president, but like mm-hmm. I said, I don't. It, it's not as if it was a choice between him and Herman Cain. Like that to me would have been like, really, motherfuckers, y'all are ridiculous. But you know, this uh, was like I had him and Herman Cain now. Yeah, this was more like, thank God he didn't get it. But yeah, I, it wouldn't have been like if uh, Herm would have got that shit and not know where Libya even was, right? On the map. So um, so yeah, that was part of it, right? So everybody's doing blackhead nods, secret. You know, secret handshakes and shit. And I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I was smug. Every old white man I saw got this, got the grin. Mm-hmm. I walked by my CEO one time. I was walking by the CEO of our company and I had my headphones on. I was listening to, uh, to watch the throne. I believe the track was made it in America, made in America. And, uh, I just looked him directly in his eyes with the biggest grin on my face. Like, yeah, how does it feel? I'm sure he marked me down in some folder to fire me, but I don't care. (laughs) I sat in that elevator for that entire awkward 45 seconds. Like, "Mm mm-hmm, sweet King Martin, sweet Queen (laughs) Coretta, sweet Jesus. I was like, "Mm mm-hmm, we We made made it in America, America. sweet baby Baby Jesus. Jesus. He was looking at me like, God damn it, you son of a bitch. I make 27 times more than you. I, I like, know, I right? Know. That's right. You do, buddy. You do make more than me. But guess what? We made it in America. Yes, we did. So, yeah. Sweet baby Jesus. He was, but, you know, I, and, and and they was quiet. Like, nobody wanted to talk politics anymore. It was amazing. No, and, and, and the, the funny part is that nobody, like, at my job asked me. Yeah. But, like, the day of election, we were in the elevator. So when you say uh, a lot of older white people love to talk politics to complete strangers, he worked in a building and on the same floor but not in my office. So he was on the elevator. He was like, did you vote early? I looked at him like, uh, yes, yes, yeah, I, I, I voted early. He was like, oh, okay. And he walked away. And the, the funny part was that I was like, did he ask me that to start a debate, or did he ask me that because he knew I was wrong for Obama? Mm-hmm. That's why. Here's the thing, though. You know who else was lying? Because I say white women was lying for sure. Of course. They were sitting, they was making the meals at home like, yes, baby, you're the man. You know everything. Of course, the Republicans are right. Obama is the worst. Most liberal president ever. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, let's go up. I'll drive you up. There. Yeah, I'll go up there with you. I'll stand in line with you. Okay, well, it's my turn to vote. Uh, fuck you. This is my vagina. Cha-ching. Hey, baby. Yeah, okay. You want to go get something to eat? You want to go hang out? Cool. That's no problem. We can just do whatever you want to do. It's all up to you. You're yes. the man. Oh, you want to 
to just you want to just curl up with some vodka and watch Mad Men all night? Fine with me. Let me put on my apron and keep my fucking ha! vagina decisions to myself. I know so. So um, that was part of it. Um, another people that was lying, old people. See, that's the other thing about being yeah. like being in these certain groups. Like you married to a Republican, or you know you hang out with a lot of white dudes. You, you kind of fall. A lot of people crack because of social pressure. That's what they do. Yes, they do. So I, now I'm not one of those people. I typically do not crack. I don't, you know, change because whoever I'm around. But a lot of people do. And old people are in that group. They crack because of social pressure. Oh, I don't like Obama either. Fuck him. Um, let me tell you something, dog. I was sitting up here training with this older guy, and it was Wednesday morning, mm-hmm. and maybe he could just see the fucking shit-eating grin on my face as I <laughs> arrogantly observed my office like, mm-hmm, we made it in America. Mm-hmm. And Baby, he turned around, and he was like, uh, did you vote yesterday? I said, man, I voted two weeks ago. I know it's so. And he said, he was like, yeah, I voted yesterday. And uh, I was like, yeah, uh, you know, the line was long. It was like two hours, dog. It was like two hours long. And he was like, yeah, it was it was, uh, it was kind of short for me. I was like, oh, that's cool, man. So uh, you ready to get back to work? He's like, well, I voted uh, yesterday, and uh, I voted for the man that won. And then my heart skipped a beat. I was like, <gasps> what? Old white man from the South? Goddamn. Yes, who would ever thought that? You voted Democrat. Like, he told me, like, and I knew he was telling the truth because he told me kind of secret. He whisper? He told me, he told me, like, see, the white people that was talking politics the days before was loud. Very. Like, they wanted to fight. Like, they just walk over and be like, I'll tell you who I'm voting for. (laughs) And I'm like, shut up. I'm not, this we're not having this. That dude turned around to me. He said, ain't nobody touching my damn social security. I'm too close. (laughs) Nigga, I wanted to hop up and dap him and hit my Dougie. I was, was like, yes. Like, fuck that. I was like, fuck them. You earned that shit. I now they want to so. cut it off. They want to privatize it. How did that shit work out for, I don't know, my 401k? Not too fucking well. It sure didn't. I'm not gambling away my fucking retirement, dog. No. I done invested too many years in that shit. Fuck you. Yeah. It's like saying, uh, we're going to put the social security in Vegas. Like, fuck you, man. Give me my money. Yes. We can privatize this shit. Uh we'll invest it in Microsoft. So like, nah, dog, I'm good. So um he was uh you know, so we, we, we hung out and it was like uh, you know, we the training went smooth as shit for the rest of the day. Uh before that it was a little bumpy. Maybe we'll talk about that on another show, but training was smooth as shit. I was like, Yeah, you right, dog. We we having a good time, partying and yeah, laughing. Yeah, I don't blame you. You know, you know them old folks at their retirement homes with the bingo and B33 and, yeah, Susan, uh, fuck Obama. I mean, I'm this dude, me this, this dude is basically thinking, like, how do I keep from having to work at Walmart at in five 72. years? And, yeah, and then, you know, Mitt Romney and these niggas fucking around with Social Security like it's a game and shit. Mm-hmm. Nigga, this ain't this ain't yeah. a corporation, nigga. Cause you set for life don't mean I'm set for life. And something that people fail to realize, you know, cause I know Mitt Romney was talking about standing on. He's a businessman, but you know what? People are not a fucking business, and that's something people do not understand. Well, the government can't be a business. That's the problem. Like, yes, it's, it's it, not about like 
the the government can't be run like a business because at, at the end of the day a business ne- actually does not have any social responsibility or moral responsibility or any of that yeah, stuff i mean like, yeah like you just are looked upon frowned upon as like that was a fucked up tactic but you know an actual business does not is not responsible to the fucking world of like it's not like a like a company can has to take care of its employees if required by law and why do we have these laws? Because companies used to not take care of their employees. So it's, it's like they will do as much as they can get away with. I don't need a government like that. Like, I don't need a government who's like, yeah, man, let's let's try to fuck people as much as possible. You know what I mean? So, nope, no, because it's, I because I know I will fall on to get fucked in. Fuck you. All right. Don't it's easy to be like, even that. if I don't, I just don't. It's not even about me. Like, honestly, a lot of the shit that happened is not even about like. Oh, I think this will happen to me. Like, I'm not true at this point in my life. I'm not worried about my job right now. I'm not really worried about, uh, you know, my ability to get married. I don't, you know, I'm not worried about this thing, but here's the thing. Um, I think a, a government should be, it should be worried about who can get married and who can't. It should be worried about, uh, if we should be legal or not. It should be worried about, um, the reproductive rights of everyone and, 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 and making sure that women have a choice. That's the fuck uh, America is supposed to be about. So I, I don't want it run like a business. No. A business is like, is there profit in it? Then fuck it. That's what a yeah. business is about. And, and the thing is that when you're looking at people and individuals, you can't be like, are you profitable to me? Are you not profitable to me? And fuck right. the fallout. Exactly. And fuck you not having a job because when you don't have a job, guess what? You affect the economy. How you expect the, the, the economy, you know, to recover and get better when the whole time you're slashing, you're cutting, yeah, you're how slicing. Do you, how are you going to outsource Americans? Oh, if they like, could, they that? would. No, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't even want to have. I don't even want to have a discussion with them. Like, no, you don't get to be in office until you come back like a fucking adult and realize that we need government to play some role. It's not just how can we just cut down on all the spending that government is doing, except for having the biggest military of all time and starting wars with Iran. And wait a minute, nigga, that's money too. Like, come on, man. Yep. Yep. Um. So, uh, anyway, we watch. You know, I was not watching the election at the time any of the coverage um but then a couple people start texting me uh chill called me on the phone and it's like hey hey the election is uh they just called it for obama and shit so i'm like all right let me uh put it on tv because i was waiting for that moment because i needed to watch fox news and there's nothing better i watched them four years ago mm-hmm. there's nothing better than watching Fox News after an Obama win. Oh, oh, they set the screen on fire. It's bad. It's so good. Like number one, because a lot of people are like, why don't you watch? You know, CNN, MSNBC. Mm-mm. Okay, no CNN. No, I don't give a fuck about their coverage. Like, I don't need no fair and balanced at this point in time. That's like, I don't need no actual real analysis. Fuck that. Uh, MSNBC, they do a different way of pissing me off, and that's because half of them are like so liberal that they kind of hate the president and it's like yes i don't need to have my victory fucked up because y'all like he didn't even thank bill clinton it's like the fuck nigga are you serious at this point you know what i mean i told y'all after the first debate (laughs) yeah he like he was asleep just quick i mean he giving it to him like yeah see i got to i can't fuck with y'all y'all too y'all panicking too much yes y'all y'all getting caught up in every poll and shit like that so i'm like all right let me uh just go ahead and uh you know, put it on my boys at Fox. 
I never watched Fox News, y'all. Hardly ever. But I watched them that night. Oh, And yes. I knew, like, and the thing about Fox News is they've done the last two elections. When they know they're going to lose. When they know. They call it first. <laughs> and that's, I was like, this shit not even going to be close. Because they was calling this shit like a full 30 minutes before everybody else was like, it's over. He won, y'all. Just fuck it, okay? Mm-hmm. Just don't even try to get hype. He won, all right? And so um they called it so early. I put it on there. They didn't even have shit to talk about. Mm-hmm. It was just that early. It's just like, oh, well, uh, this is the choice that uh, America is making, and you have to wonder what the next step is for uh, Mitt Romney. And uh, Jesus Christ, I want to just uh, just need to bridge. just kill myself. I mean, what the fuck? Is this what they want? You know, so it was mad as shit, right? And... My boy stole the show, man. That evil ass nigga Carl Rove. <laughs> the anger was feeding me, dog. Like, just mwah, magnifique. Mm. Everyone basically just stumbling through words and stunned silence. And I don't know how they convinced themselves they were going to win. Maybe it's all them biased ass polls and shit. You know, because they got those biased ass polls there and shit. Like, if Fox News polls might as well have like two people voting on all of them because it's always is the president is the president from kenya 79 percent of people say yes 10 percent of people say probably uh another 10 percent say mm-hmm, and one percent says could be yeah so, the, the same for old people yeah so it was just who pick up the phone because all their services by phone they know most people don't have no fucking phones and just home phone just watching them like the fallout because like it, you would think that you would just turn it on and just be straight mad madness. And see, that's probably what y'all like. Y'all probably think that's what would make me the happiest is all of them just being angry at the same time. But no, nah, mm, it's the levels of anger. It is the I, I I get off on the different flavors of the anger. There's different types of anger. Everybody's anger is not the same. Mm-mm. So you had uh I I can't remember her name. It's like Gretchen or some shit. Uh, and and she was she was all. Like trying to slander Obama as much as possible. That was her thing. Like she was trying, she was trying to, to do that, that, that Cuban B. She was trying to throw in that regular Fox News jargon. Like they didn't just lose this election. She was just like, well, maybe it's because, uh, Obama is a no good piece of shit. And everybody was like, no, that's not it. <laughs> just, just stop trying to do what you're doing. We know what you're doing. And you know, you always do this shit. And not tonight, Morgan or whatever the fuck your name is, generic blonde number seven, is not working tonight. Ah, no, it is not, right? ma'am. So she, she had a certain type of anger. She's she's like, well, you know, this is what happens when you run a classy campaign, and he he doesn't, uh, you know, Barack Obama run the dirtiest campaigns of all time, as you can tell from our polls. And they're like, everybody's like, hold up, no, Megan. Uh, both of them ran some pretty hard hitting campaigns. campaigns. It was uh. You know, our guys definitely dropped some things on them, too. Well, uh, I'm just saying that, uh, you know, Mitt Romney is a classy person, and uh, that's the reason he's like, no, no, they both pretty. Like, I, like the people that were the best, uh, well, not the best, the people I liked a lot were the people who, it's like, now that he lost, we can stop pretending to like this nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, those are my favorite people. Like, not my favorite, but those are my second favorite people. And, and you know what? I bet you they was like, nigga, if you run again, we will be sure you will not win. Like, to it, for those who play pickup basketball, it was like that dude on your team that can shoot real good, 
but he never passes the ball. He never rebounds. He never plays defense. All he can do is shoot, and he always wants to be on your fucking team. Everybody thinks he's so fucking good, and you always lose with this nigga, but everybody thinks he's so fucking good because he hit eight shots. It's like, right, he hit eight shots and didn't do shit else, and we are sitting on the sidelines again losing. Why is this motherfucker on my team? That's Mitt Romney. Ah. And the way that you feel when you play pickup basketball about the nigga that shoot good but don't do nothing else is how they feel about Mitt Romney. Yes, sir. And losing is had the same effect it does at the pickup basketball court. They was on the sideline mad as shit. Like, nigga, we lost and it's his fault. Stop trying to act like it's not. And they uh well you know uh he's he's just a classy individual no bitch he lost the shit we spent a lot of money whole lot of money we had the fucking laws change so that you could just do super, super packs. packs yes they did and just pour money into the situation and the nigga still lost if this is a businessman what the fuck kind of business is this we didn't get shit so it was that was that was my favorite yeah. people. The they people spent that a were, lot of their own personal money. The Koch brothers, yeah. everybody was throwing like billions and billions. It was like an unlimited pot. Yeah, that was so. That was a one set of people, right? But my favorite person, Carl Rove. Mm. <sighs> this nigga was in denial. God damn, he was in denial, man. He did not give a fuck, man. He was sitting there like. No, this is not going to fucking happen to me on live TV. I put too much I, money into this man. I will not cry. I will not break down. Y'all are not about to tell me my money is gone. Every dime, nigga. This, every dime. This nigga was like the last old woman in Vegas playing them slots. I got one more my last quarter. <laughs> It's like, ma'am, pull you it. ma'am, you gotta go. I just, I got five, I got five more quarters, baby. I'ma spend them all. I just need a hit. I just need a hit. He was mad as shit, dog. Like, they were, like, it turned, it turned into an intervention. Like, how do we keep Carl from killing himself? Because he is in denial about the fact that we just lost this shit. And he's like, no, I came up with this game plan. I know what I'm talking Money about. Money came by votes. Mitt Romney got this shit. And it was like, no, and they, like, for those that play fantasy football, this is my anal- this is my analogy for for him, right? For those who play fantasy football, Carl Rove, and this is happening to everybody. Carl Rove was they were they were telling him like, look, we're behind in these numbers. There's no way to win, right? We th- th- like the, just that the, the other counties that have not counted come, come in yet in Ohio, um, you know, which is going to be a huge state. Mm-hmm. By the way, lost by way more than just Ohio. But, okay, you can't get Ohio because everybody else left is black. And Carl was like, nope, see, uh, you're, you're, ah! not counting, you're not counting some of the other counties that, you know, only some of the returns are in. And if you have a higher percentage, uh, looking at them numbers and shit, like sloughing them around the papers, like if you look at, uh, if you look at a higher, uh, look at a higher percentage on the numbers. You were uh, rushing the papers, was he? Uh, uh, hold you, on, right you here. Understand. So, I got my statistics a, here. We get a seventy-eight percent turnout. For every billion I voted, I was promised a hundred thousand votes. Uh, look at my numbers. Uh, we get a seventy, 
74 percent uh, turnout uh, right um, here. Um, um, no, no, sir, no, sir. The um, numbers are. Uh, you, um, I'm sorry to tell you. Um, um, uh, wait a minute. I'm getting statistics in from the back room. So right, that you're wrong. It's like, uh, Carl, we have hired motherfuckers that do this for a living. Yeah, fuck what they got to say. Uh, <laughs> my money is not gone yet, and uh, like I said, until my money is uh, all drained out of my bank account, I will be here to the end. So it's like it's like fantasy football because. It's like going into the Monday night game, right? Mm-hmm. And your team is down, right? Your team is down. Mm-hmm. And the only person you have left is Michael Vick, right? Yeah. All right. And now, I'll, look. No, no, no. Stop. Because you're about to slander Mike Vick. And you know, I don't want it. No, I'm, I'm about to not say about that. I'm, I'm about, let me explain. Okay. All right. You have Mike Vick left, right? Mm-hmm. And you look at your, your roster. You go, I'm down. 10 points, Mike Vick can get 10 points, no problem. I'm going to win this shit. Okay. And then you look at the other person's team, and they got Jeremy Macklin, Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. They got the tight end. They got Deshaun McCoy. Mm-hmm. They got the Eagles defense. They got, like, they got, like, uh, the backup wide receivers and shit. <laughs> like, there is no fucking possible way. That your man can have a good game and none of these people benefit. So it's impossible to win. And he was sitting in his mind trying to do what a lot of fantasy football people do and come up with a way where it's like, you know, if Mike Vick rushes for 700 yards and doesn't throw any touchdowns and no completion to Deshaun Jackson, Jeremy Macklin, or, uh, or, or, or the tight end, Selleck, uh, and no passes to, to, to McCoy, uh, they should be able to win this and I can win my fantasy football game too. And it's like, yeah, nigga, but that's never happened in the history of football. Right. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, the <laughs> let game has been- Let me explain. Let me, let me explain. You, you, you know what I'm saying? I know that if Michael Vick throw to, uh, LaShawn Jackson, it's points for both. Deshaun and, Jackson. Oh, go uh, ahead. LaShawn, Deshaun Jackson. And I know that, you know, if the D steps up, you know, that's still points for my man too, right? No, oh, they, no, they got the like defense. That. They got the defense. Oh, man. the other team got the defense. Oh, okay. All you got is Mike Vick. Oh, oh, you got is Mike Vick. And you down 10 points. Oh, you're going to lose that one, dog. And they got everybody. There's no play on the field that doesn't benefit them except your man doing something. Like, only if, like, what, like just only the white people could vote is the only way this nigga could have won Ohio. And it, and it was so funny because like they did two things that 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 cracked me up. Number one, when them motherfuckers they cut to that that black voting district, and, and they was like, they was like, well, it looks like uh, there's not a line there, uh, you know. But this is the county that we're waiting on the receipts for, and it was nothing but black people, and they was smiling, partying. Probably watching Fox News, they damn self live. Yes, yes, and they was. And looking I'm- happy as shit, like all these votes going to Democratic. All of them. And Carl Rove looked at that shit was like, well, people, mm-hmm. you know, the lines don't look like they're still in line down there. So uh, it could be that uh, those um, votes um, are what, going what, to. Wait a moment, sir, sir. Breaking news. We got it on camera. If you look to your left, you can see on screen that they still out in line. Right. He, he didn't, he was like, well, that line could be for anything. Welfare check, ah! uh, pizza, Kool-Aid, who knows? I know, I know it's at the, it's, it's 820. I don't give a damn. Yeah, it was, oh, he was so in denial, man. And then, so they, they cut, you know, they, they cut to that. That was one, like, I just was rolling. 
when he tried to pretend that that shit didn't happen. Then they cut to, um, uh, they, they make Megan get up because this nigga's in such denial that he is basically demanding like that these motherfuckers who are telling him that it is impossible for Mick to win explain themselves. So she had to get up on live TV wow. and walk to the back room, like the war room with all the nerd strategists. And it was not, and it was awkward. Like it was a good minute of tv of her just walking and explaining like on live tv and you could tell it wasn't planned because she didn't have anything to say and there was no smooth transition it was literally her walking down a hallway going back there with the people in the headphones what the fuck is she she come back here what do you mean what do you mean she's come back here don't nobody tell me this on the stroll just walking through and she's like walking to the war room and she's like doing that thing where you know media people try to come up with something to say so she's like um just gonna take a walk back here down through the hallway and uh as you can see there are several doors in front of me i'm gonna just walk by these doors because it's important night and uh, important election the people in the war room are back there calculating the votes tallying the votes right now as i walk crazy over this before she came in as i walk over this cord and uh was, there's a cameraman and uh you know i'm wearing some hills today hi bob uh, how you doing the the weather was nice uh is uh and uh i'll probably have uh some pasta for dinner I've been trying to be <laughs> low carb. Feel that time in, wouldn't you? Right. So she finally gets there and shit. And, um, some nerds looked at her like, nigga, if you don't get your ass behind that fucking desk, we told you the numbers. Walking back here being mad, not going to change any of the numbers. Terrell Carl, suck our dicks. <laughs> you, boy, you know, it was hot. I didn't go to fucking statistics school Ooh. for fucking 12 years. So you could try to embarrass me on. Uh, national television because you lost a 300 million dollar bet betting on this douchebag with a fake ass smile and no political stances that he can sit on so i don't give a fuck but i but I, and i know one of them want to tell he wanted to push his glasses back when i nigga i if if i would have had the same amount of money i would not have invested in that why because i do statistics for a living yeah oh i loved it it was good man it was some good ass tv like i said i just didn't get into uh you know too much of the actual watching it um because i was too busy having fun y'all i'm sorry but y'all not gonna bitch don't kill my vibe i was having (laughs) a good ass time dog i was thinking about all them people that's fucked up in the situation ted nugent gotta go to jail or kill himself y'all that's what he said oh i'll be dead or in jail no come november if obama is elected Mm mm-hmm yeah a lot of people Need to start coming through on some promises. Yep, and it's and it's funny when you I'll go just, back and play the tapes. Oh, I, oh, I can't wait until um the Daily Show and the Colbert Report start playing back them tapes. Yeah, I hope Nugent show up like right like tonight. Like, yeah, dog. Uh, I'm supposed to be reporting to jail. Uh, I made ah, a, I made a bad I made a promise. Yeah, I made a bad bet. Um, I said that I'd be in jail or 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 be in prison. I he was on Twitter, like, talking shit and shit. I was like, good, fuck him. I'm glad you're mad, right? And the thing is, I think a lot of people are like, oh, so, you know, you mad? Like, all white people, are you clowning them? No. Mm-mm. But welcome to our world, white people, where you can overwhelmingly want something and it doesn't happen. I know it's so. How does it feel? How does it feel to you? Other white people, hey, all the other white people that voted for Obama, thank you, and you. welcome to the fold. 
Y'all now minorities. Oh yeah. <laughs> How does it feel? How does it feel? How does it feel to you? One of us. Girl, One of us. How does it feel? That's all I'm saying, man. But anyway, man. Um, the other thing I did uh, this night, and this shit went viral, and um, that was not really my intention, but I'll take it. <laughs> I got an idea a couple of days ago. I thought something would be funny. Um, as you guys know on the show, I've talked openly about how I have white friends. I probably only had them about 15 years. Um, but, uh, you know, they're, they're my boys. They have their own email list. I'm on it. The only black person on it, of course. Um, but, uh, you know, at the social events I do go to, you know, quite often I'm the only black person there and shit like that. So, um, yeah, they, they better get to see me. They be like, well, Karen, Mm-mm. Karen, Karen, stays well, Karen it's, it's the fellas guys. Y'all know what it is. It's not even about Karen. It's, they don't bring their women out either. It's not like, Oh, all our women is out. Whereas Karen is, they, they don't care. Like we go there and we drink and we have a good time and we hang out. That's mostly what we do. Right. Matter of fact, if one of their women shows up, it's typically a man. What the fuck? Why you bring her? Right. So that's the truth. So it's, it, you know, and, and I'm sure a lot of couples do this, but, um, so we, um, we had, we like, we'll have a, uh, you know, get together and, you know, they'll, it'll turn to politics. You know, motherfuckers get drunk. They want to talk about race. Mm-hmm. And I'm the only black person around. And I don't shy away from it. I know a lot of black people. It's not your obligation. It's not your responsibility. But I fucking like it. I don't mind at all. I will fucking bear a ridiculous race. Even if it's just me telling them they're ridiculous and them being mad. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. I don't give a fuck. Like, y'all pick me as a friend. Not the other way around. So, uh... You know, I so basically I you know I I was like uh, it would be funny because they're always like on this email chain, like I'd say a good eighty five to ninety percent of them are Republicans, mm-hmm. and they'll talk about politics, and I'm always the one that's in the minority. It's always well, they, they're some you cool know people, the, though. the people that are um, yeah fuck that the people that are uh, Democrats in the group are pretty much quiet. Yes. Like I said, there's a peer pressure to being a white male in America. You kind of have to be Republican or you have to be silent, right? If you're around other white men, because the Republicans are the ones who are typically more like vocal about what they believe in and more forceful. Their platform's a bit more angry. It's not save the trees and the birds. It's, you know, fuck these poor people and get a job. And it's like, you know, that's some shit you want to say with your chest. Yeah, right. you would want to say that with your chest. It's hard to be like, save the environment and not sound like a bitch. It's hard, y'all. It's, <laughs> I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying it's I'm fucking hard. I'm pro-vagina. You can't say that with your chest. Yeah. Well, you can't tell a woman what to do with her vagina. Okay, buddy, sit down. Let's watch the game. So it's hard to do, and it's, I'm not saying they're the worst or the best, but yeah, these they're, they're vocal. Republicans are so fucking vocal. So I deal with that shit all year long, right? And then I get told I'm obstinate, I'm stubborn, because guess what? I kind of disagree with a lot of it. Mm-hmm. You know, when you say shit like uh, people just aren't taking jobs uh, that they could get because, you know, because of unemployment and shit. I'm like, but I, I, I've been unemployed before and I did want a job and I went and got one. So, you know, I but it could have easily been that I'm one of the people that's unemployed for a year. And you're really talking shit about me or, mm-hmm. you know, you could be talking about shit about someone I love, whatever, you know, just little shit like that. I try to remind them like, hey, isn't Coop on our list? Isn't he unemployed for the last two years? It's like, you know, shit like that. Right. Because they kind of get on these rants and they forget about shit. So 
you know they've been sending out these like as as you know the, as the election came up they've been sending out more and more political things and uh, literally that morning they sent out a email about why did voter suppression become a big deal okay right oh okay this first time like, i'm hearing this one. they were like uh why can't um why you can't just go get an id i mean it's what you don't have 25 dollars. you can't get an id you shouldn't be able to vote what yeah that's what they said man now i just you know I, I put my little two cents in most of the time i'm just clowning them you know but i was like yeah man um Everybody can't afford a, a, a ID, man. It's kind of privileged of you to say, yes. just spend the $25. Everybody yeah, doesn't have that's like a poll to. tax. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, it's, you can get a free government ID if you can travel to wherever it is. I was like, but every, if you not can everyone travel. Can, can travel. And when I went to vote, they didn't ask for my ID. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they didn't ask for any of yours. So, you know, why would they need to? It's like, well, how do they even know it's you? I was like, I, I mean, who the fuck else is going to show up? Say my name, my address, and and then go vote. You know, and not to mention, uh, I, I'm pretty sure that if I were to try to show up twice, um, the they sticker would- that they took off that's missing now might be a problem. Mm-hmm. It might be a problem. They might just go, "Excuse me, sir, you already voted once." Not to mention number three, nigga, who's standing in line four hours? Hello. Like like I and said, I I stood in line one time for two and a half hours and was like, yeah, um, n- not not again, no. And see you in two years. Yeah, and 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 I guess for me the problem I have with it, it's really really easy to say that when a lot of times you've never been in a situation, you've never been in poverty, you've never been unemployed, and and you never had family on welfare and food stamps and all this shit. You know, it's really easy to say we just go. Okay, what happened if you don't have no? You know, you can't ride the bus. Right. You know, it's really easy to just say well, go well. What happened if you can't find your birth certificate? You don't have your birth certificate guess what not only do you got to pay the that, like, like, that that 25 dollars can turn into 50 or 60 or 100 dollars because okay now i got to contact the state now i got to make phone calls now i got to write a letter now i got the email now i got right. to contact somebody now i got to wait for them to get back in contact with me you know so and then i got to pay them for the duplicate like it is not a well you know process. you gotta get off work all this shit but anyway the point that's not the point the point is that's the kind of shit i see all the time on this list right constantly so uh i decided um to troll them because um that's the kind of person i am guys uh welcome to my world um so i sent them an email right after the polls closed on tuesday um but before the results were in and i posted it also on my facebook uh the blackout his facebook page where it went pretty viral pretty fast twitter yes it did got ridiculous uh how many tweets i was getting about it uh people were saying like funniest thing i've read uh funniest thing in the election all this shit so i'll read it on the show for those that uh didn't get a chance to check it out and like it or share it or whatever but it's uh before the election remember it goes to my white friends and uh for those that think I'm joking, that's what I call my white friends to their face. It's not it's not a uh <laughs> It's not a game. Yeah, it's not it's not something I do for the show. They know they're my white friends. So um if they don't like it, get some more color in the group, man. It's one Asian and one black dude. Yep. Y'all my y'all my that's white all friends. The color. Until we get some more color around here, y'all my white friends. 
Um, so to my white friends, as you guys know, we are upon the eve of the 2012 election. The polls in North Carolina have closed. So now I may reveal the truth to you. The contest has been extremely close and well fought because you guys mean so much to me. I feel it is my duty to warn you. What you are about to read must stay between us and I put my own life and the lives of my family in danger to communicate this warning to you. If the president is not reelected tomorrow, there will be a black revolution of which the world has never seen. The streets will run red with the blood of white families caught unawares. My people descend upon their unsuspecting houses. It is too late to warn your loved ones as their fates have already been sealed. I made arrangement for a few of you to be protected. If Romney wins, those of you who are under my protection will receive an email or a text at 1 p.m. tonight with instructions on how to get to the promised land of Canada. Derek, Derek is my boy. He's our yeah, original Derek. white friend. Yes, the probably one of the first ones. He's the one that introduced me to the rest of these white motherfuckers. But Derek is the coolest one. Yes, he is. Be. So uh, I said Derek, and now Derek just went to the Dominican Republic. He just went out of out of town country. like Monday, right? Out of the country, yeah, on Monday. So I was like, Derek has already followed my instructions and is safely out of the country. <laughs> Those who do not get the email. I wish you the best of luck as no mercy will be shown in the uprising. Withers and Jeremy, you know what you did. At this point, you can only pray that Obama wins and that is and that this is all avoided. All unprotected white people will have to face the bleak future. Your women will be bred. Your children will be reeducated and you will be forced into hiding or worse. <laughs> That's right. The neo-Nazis were telling the truth. How did this all start, you ask? As I'm sure many of you have suspected, I've been a plant among you. Fifteen years ago, I was a homeless black man living in the streets of the inner city when a Democratic pollster recruited me. They got me off the streets, trained me to integrate white society and gave me a new identity. Operation Silent Darkness was initiated. (laughs) As we were introduced to our Kenyan Muslim leader through a series of community organizing events. We learned we learned hand-to-hand combat, weapons training, and job interview skills. Our goal was to take the high the country's highest office covertly, or in cases like tonight, by force. Through a series of drunken conversations about politics, I've tried to get as many of you to vote for Obama as I could. I didn't expect to get any, but the few confirmed votes that I did convert will be noted. I have been measuring which of you have slowly gotten into the NBA, hip-hop music, and the boondocks or Black Dynamite. Your street credit ratings will be taken into account when the emails are sent tonight. (laughs) In the new America, which we have tentatively dubbed America X, there will be no room for the white man. (laughs) If Romney wins, this will be the last communication any of you receive from me, Chill Will, or Zoom. Those are the other two black people they know, y'all. Yes. And for Cross, that's one of my boys, you will also no longer hear from Joe. Because Cross got one more black friend than the rest of them. (laughs) I think that's all the black people you know, so that should suffice for now. However, in the event that Obama wins, please disregard this email. Good luck, gentlemen. I can't say it was a pleasure infiltrating your circle of whiteness, but it has been interesting. Sincerely yours, Jamal Montgomery. And, uh, yeah. I do relate to Will. Uh, well, I'll, I'll try to think of the blackest name I could, and I thought Jamal Montgomery was pretty black. We're, we're yeah. last name pretty black. Oh, oh yes. So I was like, oh, Montgomery, that's good. I didn't want to say Jackson or Jenkins because it's a little too much. 
but yeah the white people rarely avoided america x so enough of you voted for obama that we didn't have to take shit over <laughs> um, all right so um <laughs> i can't believe we really have not gotten to a random thought yet that was just all <laughs> shit, shit from the election all right we got to do some of the uh some random thoughts right mm-hmm. um so um i've been going to this website lately it's called hoodamateurs.com uh-oh and uh it's where i've been checking out the porn is I must a, say that sound black it's a good place to go for the uh amateur black pornography if, if that's what you're into you know um it's it's hood y'all it's very very hood and it's as comical as it is uh terrible is it sounds like, like it. this is not the kind of porn you recommend to people to uh pleasure themselves to mm-hmm. uh this pornography is to laugh at um it's very ghetto as far as uh you know it's literally filmed in the ghetto most of these things are like i you know as someone who grew up uh in the projects for a little bit uh i recognize some of these space heaters I recognize the walls, like, cause a lot of people say ghetto to mean like black or negative. Mm-hmm. No, I mean literally ghetto. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that is, uh, that's a project window. I know what that looks like. Um, but the best part of this is the titles. Now I didn't, I've just clicked on the front page of amateurs.com and I just want to read some of these titles cause I, I think these are hilarious. Um, uh, like this one going ham on each other. It doesn't like all the oh, other porn ham on each other. Yeah, ham. Ah! All the other porn titles always like on other sites. They always have like descriptions, like ebony, uh, ebony chick, and uh, Asian man or something like that. Right? Yes. This shit is literally a uh, hood rat sucking one hundred and one part three. Ah! Oh, what happened to one and two? <laughs> we went straight to three. Fucking at the at work from back. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> this is so good. Uh, plump, dark, bish, and bish is b i s and went seven h's in a row. Oh, plump, dark, bish, and not to mention like half the women look like they are like. Uh, so this video just between me and my baby daddy, right? It's like no, <laughs> that's definitely going on the internet. Oh, You're listening boy. to this show right now, and you have ever you need to go to hoodamateurs.com to be ladies. sure you ain't out there. You might be on here. Yes. Okay, especially if you've dated a man that likes to say things like head goblin with no G. <laughs> head gobbler. Head goblin. My down bitch. Oh, here's a good one. Nerd hoe getting it. <laughs> oh, she got glasses? Make her nerd? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> nerd hoe getting it. White boy going in. Oh. Oh, no, this is straightforward. Selling that pussy. Okay. So, ah! Oh, so we got prostitution? Some type of a uh, track record there going on. Uh, but yeah, man, um, she ain't want to swallow. Why would you film that then? <laughs> oh, that's the name of the video. She ain't want to swallow. <laughs> Sin. Oh, Lord. Uh, white boy going in. So don't think that only black people are on here, guys. Uh, Getting head in public at night. Now that's, sounds like it could also be a crime. Surprise, ain't not the street. Ha! 
snag tooth dope head sucking oh <gasps> these titles how about this one dicking hoe from plainfield new jersey oh <laughs> <laughs> well, damn they get a city <laughs> and the state what? they might as well say big cool lip bitch why would you give her address she's from plainfield so have you ever been at the plainfield guys you know check your local listings um, um um ladies out there listen to the podcast please go to this site to be sure your face is not on here yeah you might want to check it out guys it could be on there uh here's one nut comes out of her nose oh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's right karen that's not sexy well have you never had nut come out your nose how can you know karen? don't plan on it uh she killing that dick d-a-t that dick <laughs> young rookie hoe and young is spelled why you in g <laughs> uh, all these ebonics oh man oh you know you can bet money on the fact that ain't nobody got socks off in none of this porn dog this is oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah this this is this is all socks all day porn yay yay oh yeah oh man Woo. gotta keep them toes warm fellas I, I can stay on that all day y'all I'm, <laughs> just, I'm gonna get off for the sake of the show but uh i can stay on that shit all day uh listen ghetto ass porn names man why would you fucking <laughs> from plainfield new jersey <laughs> yes and see this is why i don't play guest the race <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah uh, i would have a field day naming this so no I, thank I, you. my hope is that it's like world star hip-hop where it's just a white conspiracy of uh white people posting videos of black people having sex and then naming it ghetto stuff you know what i mean like trying uh, to name it as 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 negative as possible. possible it's like you know uh it's like oh what do they like to say he just uh uh say uh beating down uh the dick there you go da not ah. d Travis, you're fired. You're yes, off, of, you're yes. off of naming. Yes, we 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 can't have correct spelling. Yeah, sweet. What, what's what's that site that you that site? Go go out to the to the site to be sure you're spelling it the slang right. Yeah, uh, no, it's not bad pussy bitch. It's bish b i s and seven h's. There you yes, go. yes. They 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 listen to this boy called Kendrick Kendrick Lamar. I think that's what they call him. Yeah. And he said bish. So be be sure you spell it right. Go go Google that name, please, sir. Uh, another thing, been watching a lot of Batman animated series. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know Harvey Dent, the guy who becomes Two Face. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker left his life in sixty seconds. Like if you think about it, he gets the you know his face disfigured and shit. Wakes up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know he chills until he gets healthy, and then you know they tell him like we're gonna have surgery on you and all this stuff. They show him a mirror of his face. He realizes that he's horribly disfigured, and his girl, his fiance, passes out. Mm-hmm. This nigga immediately turns from district attorney to a life of crime in 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, it's 60 seconds from seeing his face, he decided that he needed to hire henchmen and start knocking over banks. Yeah, split personality, son. It doesn't even make sense, though. Like, it is just completely like, yeah, fuck this, I'm out. Like, there was no in-between time where he was kind of like, I just have an ugly face, a kind of phantom of the opera, what am I going to do? It was just immediately like, like, fuck that. To crime. That's right. Yeah. I've um, been wanting to do this all my life, bitch. I've been living good because my face was straight. Yeah. Um, and uh, last random thought before we do some articles. Um, I've been thinking about uh, the person that told me they don't see race and 
how dare you, you know, uh, talk, wonder about the fact that Obama could lose the white vote and win the presidency and how that, you know, why do you even care about the race or the votes and all this shit? And I was like, well, that was the title of the article I was reading, but okay. Um, apparently you're better than me. You don't see race at all. It's not your privilege as a white person in America that you don't have to think about it. But hey, you're just a better person than me who never thinks about it. And, uh, I'm just obsessed with the, with it. And, can't move on. I couldn't even go to work this morning. I was trembling in my bed thinking about race. Um, <laughs> crushed by it. So I've come up with a, and, and I, I know other black people have had this issue. I know that it's something that happens often on social media, Facebook, sometimes even in real life. If you have white friends that'll tell you like, I don't see race and shit like that. Uh, especially if they tell you in a political debate, I've decided what the perfect, uh, comeback for that is. Whatever they are telling you to do. So like, let's say, you know, well, you know, I think uh, Obama does this much and that for other people and all this. If they say, well, I don't see race, you go, okay, well, then what do you base your vote off on? Well, just whatever policies, you know, such as well, what kind of policies? Well, you know, like the economy and economics and stuff. I don't see economics. Yeah, I don't see. Ah, that's about how much sense that makes. That's I don't right. see the economy. Yeah, like whatever it is, it could be whatever issue. Well, I'm religious and, you know, I don't feel gay people should be able to be mad. I don't see religion. I don't see. I just see people. And how dare you? But I I, I don't see you, sir. How dare you obsess about that sort of negativity? Just stay positive. You know, I think it'll work. Ah. So y'all should start trying it. Report back. Let us know how it works. But Mm -hmm. anytime someone tries to I don't see race. I don't see this. I don't, you tell, you don't see shit. You are blind in America to every single cause issue, even if it's not about race, even if they just, well, I just want my taxes to get lower. I don't see taxes. Mm -hmm. I just see a check that I bring home. That's that's a certain amount. Mm -hmm. And I have bills that go out a certain amount. And that's what I see. That's all I see. But I don't see who gets taxes okay i just don't see it so i'm sorry if uh you know well uh you know what about rich people it's not fair to ask them to put i don't i don't see rich everyone's just a person to me whether you pay you know one percent or the 99 percent, it's all the same to me so i i don't care if you tax rich people out the ass okay i don't have to believe Ah! i don't have to believe in anyone's rights except mine because i'm a smug piece of shit all right I thought this was interesting. A local McDonald's in Virginia, uh, Fallensby, West Virginia, hung their flag on Wednesday morning. They hung the American flag upside down and at half mass. Why? Uh, I mean, half staff. I'm sorry, half staff. Uh, because Obama got elected. You're fucking McDonald's. Yeah. Um,. You make chicken nuggets that are delicious made out of goo. A lot of people thought it was a sign of distress, like they were trying, you know, trying to do something. So, uh, yeah, they, they, they got, they tried to, the news tried to go investigate and they were told that it was the owner's decision. So Obama got elected and he made one of his 325 an hour making employees, cause you know he ain't doing it himself. Of course. Go out there and put the flag up upside down at half staff. And uh, number one, <laughs> you mad? You mad at his little bitch? You in a you in a world with a black president? Deal with it. All right, that's number one. <laughs> but number two, how the fuck 
would the employees at McDonald's be mad when now they have health care and they never have before? Yes. Because McDonald's and other businesses like this specifically practice making sure that their employees do Don't not qualify for the right amount of, of hours, hours to to qualify if for insurance. If it depends, sometimes, you know, full-time is 40. Yeah. You know, sometimes they it's, do 32. Sometimes 35. Stuff yep, like, yeah. But even then, they be sure you out, of, out of 725 an hour, can you really afford insurance? No. What are you going to do? Go find another job to pay for the insurance on the first job? Of like, course. It, so, yeah. Uh, the owner guy is pissed. And, I, and this shit like this is funny because it's like you're mad that you're actually going to have to start taking care of your employee. Mm-hmm. Like you, like one of the policies they're going to have to change is not letting their employees eat McDonald's anymore. It's going to be too much on the insurance plan. <laughs> like, Our food that? is bad for your shit. Now we got to get salads, make them eat healthy. I'm on break. Uh, don't get chicken nuggets. Get some, uh, let's go get you a, a McBLT. Yeah. Shit. Now I have to put a weight room in the back, a bench press, <laughs> a treadmill. Oh. Yeah. Like, it's just fun. It's so ironic. It's like, God damn, you privilege this shit, dog. Go out there and hang the fucking sign up upside down, Jamal. I'm tired of this shit. I had people interviewing Jamal when he was like, I'm just doing what the fuck I business was told. All right, man. Um, another thing in the news that I read. Uh, apparently there's a cheap new nanoparticle HIV test, mm-hmm. which gives fast results visible to the naked eye. That's good. The highly sensitive test turns blue for a positive result and red for a negative one. Oh, like pregnancy? Uh, yeah. Kind of like, kind of like pregnancy Plus test. minus. And it could be altered to detect other diseases such as malaria or sepsis. Researchers at Imperial College in London have created a simple and quick HIV test that is both more sensitive and 10 times cheaper than existing methods. Good. The new test. Well, I'm just thinking like, how awkward is this going to make it for a lot of these dudes out here trying to get on these chicks? Um, like, you know, Popson is now going to have to start getting tested. And they're going to be able to get it right, right there on the month. Like, they, he's not going to be able to say, I got paperwork from a month ago. She's going to be like, I want to prick your finger right now. I, I don't blame him because I'm trying to tell you, you don't nobody love you better than you. Mm-hmm. And especially being a woman, the dick goes in you. So you know what? You going in me? I need to be sure your shit is clean. Um. Well, okay. I, I definitely understand that. Uh, the new test, which uses nanotechnology to produce results visible to the naked eye, could be invaluable in poor countries that lack sophisticated laboratory equipment and D.C. and Atlanta. Come on. B. All right. I made the last two up, but come on. <laughs> y'all know that's the first thing y'all thought, too, was like, cool. Uh, we getting that in uh, D.C. anytime soon? Because um, mm-hmm. I seen a nigga coughing the other day and uh, I would not let him get any. So. <laughs> It's like you be at dinner, like yeah, uh, you know, well, I think things are going pretty good. Uh, how about we take this back to your place and maybe we can have a night, <laughs> a night, <laughs> a night, <laughs> a nightcap. Yeah. And I guess for for being a woman, you know what, nigga, I'd rather spend another night with the deal do I got from Adam and Eve at fifty percent than you fucking give me AIDS. Well, I'm just, well, of course, that's everybody, but I'd spend a night with the deal though if it was that or AIDS. But, um, yeah, they, you know, there's just gonna be a lot of, uh, let me swab your cheek real quick, dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, hold out your finger. <laughs> 
before you give me the prick, I'm going to give you a little prick. And uh, we're going to see what happens. We can test each other. That's right. Uh, Maybe you find out something about me you didn't know. To detect the AIDS causing virus using the, you know, that means somebody could get like the red result and be like, no, nah, baby, run that back. That's uh that can't be right. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, uh, try this finger. Uh, try my toe. And you know, and I hope that causes people, especially if they shockingly get the results. I hope that causing the, which I, uh, people won't, but I hope it forces them to go get to the doctor and get a real result. If they, especially if they don't well, trust Well, I think it. most would, but I mean, who's going to have, it's not like you still getting some that night. That's a life-changing event. Yes, it is. I don't think you could be like, oh, so that just means we're using a condom, right? Like, mm-hmm. no, nigga, you got AIDS. You got to go and get some shit checked out. Yeah, and, and you better hope it's a true test. Just like practice test, sometimes it don't read right. So if it reads wrong, that's some pussy you ain't getting enough. Oh, you know, everybody about to pretend like them, that test don't read right. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't got no AIDS shit, girl. I ran a mile before I got here. I'm straight. No, that ain't got shit to do with that nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at the colors. To detect the AIDS causing virus using the new method, researchers add the serum from a patient's blood sample to a solution of gold nanoparticles. And the nanoparticles, if they become attached, uh, come into contact with the HIV biomarker called P24, they clump together into an irregular pattern that turns the mixture blue, indicating a positive test result. If P24 is absent, the gold particles separate into a ball shape and the mixture turns red. Well, they need to switch that. Red means you're is negative and that you're okay. And blue, blue means it's positive. positive. They need to switch the colors just so that um, because people are gonna be like, but it's it's red. That mean I, you know, that mean I I don't got it. Mm-mm. I mean, no, they're gonna be like it's red. That mean you got it. Like red is bad. Blue is good. Um, the gold particle separate. Okay, yeah. Uh, it turns red, which means you got a negative result. Uh, lead investigators. And you know, it may be something where. They may not have had an option in the color. Like, shit, it's turned blue. Yeah. Put some food color in it. We can't. The box on the front going to have to be like, blue is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Red is good. good. Like, a hundred times. Yes, red don't mean stop in this instance. Because you know people going to be lying. Like, oh, no, it's red. Uh, that means, um, you know, it's good. And, it's, and blue means it's negative. And then somebody's shit going to turn blue one day and they're going to switch it. Like, oh, wait a minute. Blue is good. You know what they say? Green means go. It's like, this is blue. Same thing. Blue means Smurf. Right. Let me let me get some. Um, but yeah, so blue and red, dog. That's uh what it's all about. And uh that's gonna be an awkward conversation if uh the shit turns the wrong color on you. I know it's so this is not guess the race, but uh everyone sent me this article. The police have issued a warrant for a thirty four year old Morton Street man who allegedly battered his girlfriend with a four foot python during <gasps> a domestic altercation Tuesday night. So he beat her with a snake? Put those pythons on her, brother. <laughs> Flexing those pythons, Karen. Yes, he was. <laughs> Got a snake, man. Captain Got Daniel. That snake grip on you, girl. Captain Daniel Spaulding said the suspect, Keith Paro, uh, then threw the python into a hot tub and eventually fled the scene. <laughs> a hot tub. Well, so I can crawl out and bite somebody else? Uh, this shit happened in Illinois, but this shit sound like Florida. Uh, I didn't say that, Jill. Pythons, hot tubs, I don't know. Uh, the woman suffered minor injury, injuries, and the snake did not survive. The snake just minding its own business. Yeah, could you imagine just slithering along? Doo, 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 doo. I guess I'm eating this right. Oh, what's the fuck going on? Wait a minute. Yeah, 
it must have been a pet snake uh pet snake or something but yeah i can't imagine just a python just chilling you know hanging out with the woman like hey you gonna eat this apple or not you need to get <laughs> need to get him to bite it too mm-hmm. and then he came home and was like you cheating on me with this snake and just beat the shit out of him with the snake with the snake um the incident occurred around 10 p.m. When they got into an argument over something, Paro went to the cage with the python, took it out, and began beating the female repeatedly with the python. Paro, after throwing the snake in the hot tub, damaged household furnishings, stole some items, and left before the police arrived. The suspect charged, uh, faces charges of domestic ba- assault and battery, larceny over $250, wanton and malicious damage over $250, and cr- cruelty to animals. Well, it's a snake. I mean, come on. Let's not not call that cruel. The incident marked the second case of animal cruelty reported in uh, West Springfield last month. Police arrested 26-year-old Vicente Alvarado uh, after he allegedly threw a kitten against a wall during an argument with his girlfriend. Oh, he just don't like animals. The kitten died from his injuries. Oh, shit. Uh, Alvarado was charged with cruelty to animals. So, um, yeah, man, beat that woman with a, a, a python, dog. Like... That sounds like some some Grand Theft Auto shit. It's like, why would you do that to someone? Uh, white. <laughs> right. I've never been that mad, honestly. Just never been. I'm not fucking with snakes, so you ain't got to worry about that. Yeah, I just never had. I'd be uh, scared to bite me. Yeah, never had the situation where I needed to beat anyone with a snake. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this seemed, this was funny, too. Uh, a fancy hotel wedding planner doesn't understand how emails work. We've all had that horrible, oh no, I sent that hilarious yet inappropriate email to everyone in the entire office moment. But there's a difference between slipping up and hitting the reply all function and adding someone as a CC or a carbon copy recipient. Which means nobody sees them. No, no, no. BCC is blind carbon copy. That means no one sees them. CC oh. means people can see who else you send it to. Oh, it, oh, you got your main people. Then this is like in addition to y'all, these right. are the other people. Right. Okay. Which must mean the wedding planner at a fancy British hotel who accidentally revealed her truly snooty feelings about a couple just doesn't know how to use email. The couple had visited 15 other venues and had decided the luxury hotel was the right fit for their nuptials. Uh-oh. But the resident wedding planner apparently felt different, reports the BBC. After getting the runaround from the planner, the woman called her up to see what was going on with their plans of getting to get hitched there the planner said that she was sorry and had been away but would get back to her with some provisional plans shortly instead she sent an email to her manager and unwittingly cc'd the woman on the email (gasps) the email says i know this probably doesn't sound very nice but i'm trying to put this wedding off as long as off as as i don't think that they they are the type of people that we want to have around the hotel Oh, shit. The woman says the email left a couple shocked and upset at first. It was devastating at the time. It was pretty crushing, really. I am actually over it now, she said, adding that the planner seemed lovely at the time. She had no clue why they'd be unacceptable, noting that perhaps it's because she has an eyebrow piercing and two earrings. A hotel spokesman apologized and said the wedding planner had been chastised, not fired, he offered an invitation for the couple to still get married at the hotel, saying this is a very unfortunate matter. 
for which we apologize profusely Mm-mm. to the couple within 24 hours of the email being sent the opinions expressed there in no way are a reflection of the opinions of the hotel we are an extremely welcoming and friendly hotel and we are inclusive to everyone everyone is welcome and the couple decided it's taking its wedding next june to another venue despite the apology and subsequent invite who wouldn't yeah fuck you you didn't fire him you didn't offer me the services for free because your employee fucked up no yeah yeah i think it's kind of um i think it's kind of like one of those things where in your mind you want to be like yeah so um i would go up there and curse them out i demand like some you know i demand some money i want to do it for free but then why would you want that person anywhere near your special day Say that again. Like they kind of already let you know how they feel, and how do you not believe that it's them? Like that they still feel that way afterwards. It's like you kind of have to go somewhere else, or else you don't have any fucking respect for yourself. No, you don't. Now, if you'd have fired them, I might even consider it. But for the fact that you didn't fire them, you're in some kind of grants with this person. Yeah, exactly. It, it was. Mm. Yeah, that that shit's just mad disrespectful, dog. And um yeah, that that shouldn't happen. Um another thing, Sandy, Hurricane Sandy. Mm-hmm. Uh you know they had a gas crisis in uh in New York because of Hurricane Sandy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people stayed in like lines that are up to like 2-3 hours long mm-hmm. to get gas. Um and you know, people are pissed and you know understandably so i mean you just want to get some gas and now you got to wait two and a half hours to get some gas and new york already doesn't have that many cars and shit so nope uh so how far would you go to get gas karen how far as far as my car take me well let's find out long gas station lines and empty gas pumps have plagued drivers across new york and new jersey since superstorm sandy slammed into the east coast last monday leaving a gas shortage across the region stories of price gouging and the fights at the gas stations have also become commonplace but now it seems people men in particular are finding new ways to take advantage of gas seeking tri-state residents wow sex Men have been taken to personals on Craigslist, trading gasoline for sex. Some of the ads in New York Craigslist org readers follow. Wow. Cra- Cra- Craigslist on Craigslist is like the world star hip hop. For everybody. Yes. What would you do for gas? M for W. That means man for woman. 30. Let's help each other out. Smiley face. A whole bunch of periods and a question mark. That's not creepy at all. Another post on Craigslist. Gas for sex. Man for woman. 35. 64. F-O-O-R. I think he meant to put foot. 641. Ah. 225. Italian. Workout. Good looking. Uh, looking to hang out. I have five gallons of gas. How are you going to get to his house to fuck him for the five gallons of gas? Yes. Uh. So, yeah, man. Um crazy uh, another one i have gas willing to trade 23 i have a couple containers of gas i have stored and i'm willing to trade i'm 23 white decent looking 5 10 175 pounds email details about yourself and we can meet 
tank of gas dot dot tank of gas for dot 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 question mark male for woman 45 years old good grief wow. like literally is ass for gas <laughs> that's what they might as well said ass for gas yeah ass gas or cash yeah. no just ass and gas yeah we don't um, give a damn about that cash cash don't buy ass in this instance yeah. um another article uh school district bans daddy daughter dances a Rhode Island school. Now, have you heard of daddy daughter dances, Karen? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. It's basically fathers take their daughters out dancing like a date. I think it's a little creepy, but I guess it's supposed to be sweet. Yeah, draw like make bonds between yeah. fathers so, and daughters. Yeah. Of course, some religious people have taken it and made it extremely creepy, where you give your daughter a promise ring and she pledges her virginity to you until she gets married. It's like to your father. This that is. Nah, that's too far. Um, a Rhode Island school district has banned daddy-daughter dances and mother-son activities saying that they violate the state law. According to the Providence Journal, the Cranston School District superintendent said the move was triggered by a letter from the American Civil Liberties Union on behalf of a single mom who had complained that her daughter had not been able to attend her father-daughter dance. Lustin said school attorneys found while federal title nine legislation banning gender discrimination gives an exemption for father, son and mother, daughter events. Rhode Island law does not The new ban was brought to light Monday by Sean Gately, a Republican running for state Senate who said if elected, he will work to change the state law. Now, look, I don't know how many people this affects. I don't know, you know, what the actual numbers are. I know a lot, but I feel like um, I'm not on her side. I feel like they should be able to have these dances. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's no one's fault, you know, that you don't have a father or mother or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, what if your father dies? What if your Mm -hmm. mom dies? Like all kinds of factors play because it's just life. Right. And, you know, it's like they want to have a dance. You know, that's like saying, well, the, you can't have a Sadie's Hawkins dance because no, my daughter, nobody's accepted my daughter's invitations to go out with her. It's like, come on, man. Some shit is just life, and school isn't there to balance out life. Like, that's mm-hmm. one of the problems I think I have with the way people see school. Mm-hmm. Um, so many people think it's there to balance out whatever you're missing in your life outside of school. Yes. And it's just not. No, it's not. It's impossible to even ask for that. So, you know, I, I got to say, man, um, yeah, not not a fan of this. I think they should have the daddy-daughter dances. Mm-hmm. And the mother son dances, and yeah, you know, and if you, you don't have to one, go, it's too bad. Yes, you or know, take somebody else in, in that person's place if you choose to. Right? Maybe, yeah. Maybe you even allow um, women to uh, like to to accompany their daughters. So it's like, okay, it's supposed to be a, a daddy daughter dance, but um, you know, she this this girl doesn't have a father, so maybe her mom can come. Mm-hmm. Maybe an uncle can come. That's right. Um, Whatever, just but but just to the point a where guardian, I, whoever you substitute in the place. Yeah, I just don't think you should cancel the the dance because it's one you know it's one person, man. Like, and and the entire state has to give it up because of that. Like, I, life is just fucked up sometimes, and yes, it is. You can't protect everybody from the fucked upness of life. You know, you sure can't. So yeah, I I don't know. I feel bad for that person, but at the same time, it's like you know whatever and. Also, like, do girls look forward to that daddy daughter dance? Like, that's creepy like, to me. Like, maybe you know if you're like, probably, eight. yeah, and that's why they do it young. Like, like honestly, once 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 daughters get around teenagers, they know they don't do this. They know them do it really, really young. Yeah, once you're old enough to have a crush on One Direction, 
this shit gotta end. Like, you can't be, like. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong if you wanna do something like with your father and love on your father. Yeah, I agree. Well, I'm just saying, there's gotta be an age cap on this shit, too. Yeah, normally about 12, 13. Can't be in high school yeah. doing daddy daughter dances. Nah, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen him that old. Let's play dueling banjos or some shit, fucking around with that. Alright. Ha! <laughs> uh, let's get into some guest race. That's what everybody's really here for. Mm-hmm. I see my races in the chat room. Daddy, daddy daughter dance at 16. You really have some sore ratchetness. Yeah. They're like, we waited long enough. It's time to be racist. So, uh, all right. We've got to do some guest the race. Make sure you, you guys, the audience, are the ones playing. Uh, I will try to be patient and uh, make sure that you guys are able to get your uh, guesses in. But uh need to be on top of those keys, guys. All right. So here's the first one. It's, a, it's an article. I'm going to play it now. A three-year-old gets his mother into trouble with the law when he gets a ticket from police. Now the little boy's mother will have to pay thousands of dollars for what the toddler did in their own front yard. Ivana Johnson is live in Piedmont with a story. Ivana? Well, Amanda Kelly, little Dylan is being potty trained, and he wasn't near the facility, so when he felt the urge to go... He began to unzip. Well, a police officer saw him pulled up. And, you know, it's a bathroom break that's going to cost his mom $2,500. $2,500. know the saying, boys will be... Say what, Karen? $2,500. Yeah, he, he needed to piss, and a uh, cop saw him. $2,500, Karen. Boys. Potty training kids will go when they want to go. <laughs> Dylan decided to be a big boy. He stopped what he was doing so he wouldn't wet his pull up. Pulled down his pants to pee outside, I guess, and uh, the cop pulled up and asked for my license and told me that he was going to give me a ticket for public urination. You know, I said, really? He's three years old. And he says, it doesn't matter. It's public urination. And and I said, but this is our property out here. And he says, well, it's in public view. They point out the street is actually quite rural. Yet the wardens who live on two and a half acres say this one officer parks at the end of their street daily. So they asked why. It's a public street and he wants to, so he can. So the ah! <laughs> He's like, bitch, I'm a cop, leave me alone. <laughs> That's exactly what he told her. Wardens filed a complaint with the department. And I'm disappointed that he, he, the officer thinks that this is what he needs to be doing with my tax dollars, is sitting and, and harassing our family. Ashley says, as a courtesy, the officer wrote down the cost of the ticket. When I got the ticket, it was $2,500. For $2,500, we all should be able to pee where, all over our whole yard. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so. They got jokes. I like that he's down there just parked at the end of the of that road because no you know no crime probably even happens down there at this neighborhood Got a little hick town he's like look i'm down here i'm trying to jack off and eat my lunch in my car on the stakeout and every time i look up your little kids got his pants off now i don't want to become a pedophile ah! now that's got to stop I'm tired of seeing little boys peeing okay put it up <laughs> Well, that's actually not the case. You know, she plans on fighting the ticket. She that's says right. that's the case. She should be able to do that since her son didn't actually complete the act. We tried to talk to the police here today, but our calls were unreturned. Reporting live in Piedmont, Ivana Johnson, News 9. Hmm. You got to wonder if, um, like, how does a police chief 
feel about that when the news shows up on his doorstep to want to know why a $2,500 ticket was given to a little boy for peeing. Which he probably had no idea that this officer wrote. Yeah, he's like, he did what? See, this is why you don't send Murphy out into the street. He's a loose cannon. Ever since he killed that gang of Crips last year, he's been on street duty, and now he's giving $2,500 tickets to kids pissing. <laughs> You're loose cannon, Murphy. Okay, Ivana. Now, the police department didn't accept the warden's complaint. They have a court appearance, though, set for next month. We're told a judge can throw out the ticket. We'll keep you posted on It's All the right. kid, right? Uh, guess the race of the kid and his mom, because it's the same race. Uh, let's see here. White mother, black reporter. Uh, the reporter's not up, but yeah, white mother. White feeling the pressure of being minority at an early age in Obama's America. Fish belly, says Shorty Short Stacks. I don't know what color that is. A young cheese it. Obey my authority in my Cartman voice white, says Sonya Samuels. A cracker racist that doesn't even support us uppity niggas that are blacks for Romney. Uh, helicopter parents white. Cheese fills up the ah. bladder rather quickly white, says Greg. Cheese fills up the bladder. Black kid pissy city. <laughs> She doesn't see the problem putting him in blackface as Gary Coleman for Halloween. That's white. Believer in manifest de- destiny. The correct answer is white. It was a white lady, y'all. And you know what? I'd have been pissed. $2,500 because, nigga, you want to sit at the end of my block? And it's in my yard. Look, he's trying and to. And he ain't even got his dick any big enough for you to see that fucking far away. He's trying to eat his Jersey Mike's and donuts and watch some Netflix. Streaming on his iPhone. I could have seen the kid pissed on you. And here comes your little Dennis the Menace with a bunch of pissing going In my on. yard. That kid literally pissed the money away. Just $2,500. And you know what? You Get can't even be drain. mad at the kid. The kid was like, I don't want piss on my ass. And at least the kid was doing the right thing. He was like, fuck this. I don't want a wet, cold ass. Yeah. It's, it's sad because, like, the kid was almost potty trained. Like he knew the piss, but he did not know that you had to do it in the bathroom. But it's cool. <laughs> we halfway there. Shit. All right, here's another guest of race, guys, out of Georgia. So uh, check this one out whenever it loads up. Uh, let me refresh it real quick. But yeah, guest of race out of Georgia. A couple was arrested. Arrested, y'all. Man and his wife arrested after they called police when they discovered drugs in their rental house. Channel 2's Eric Phillips live in Clayton County. Eric talked to the man who says that he spent two days in jail for what he thought was exactly the right thing. Well, Justin, the house is right down the street from where I'm standing right now, but we had to move up the street to establish a live signal. I did have the opportunity, though, to personally walk through the home and see the secret compartment where the homeowner found what he later determined was meth. I feel that we were violated because we put our trust in you to protect us and you turn it against us. Michael Kelly is still steaming. He says this all started in early October when authorities arrested three men who were living in his rental property in Rex. Kelly says investigators found meth inside the car two of the men were in. Then he says a team of officers combed the house looking for evidence before turning it back over to Keeley. He, his wife, and their nine-year-old son came to the home Sunday to clean it up and get it ready for new tenants. When we came in the house, 
Door was open. Window was shattered. Then he noticed what was in the bathroom. This was what I saw. The, the mirror was here, and this wall, I mean, that space was taken out, and there were drugs behind this wall. Kelly says he pulled out eight bags, laid them down, and then called authorities. What happened next still has him baffled. Authorities interrogated him and his wife before arresting them, charging them with tampering with evidence. They were in the Clayton County Jail for about two days before they were able to post $5,000 bond for each of them. Now, me, I will be forever reluctant to ever pick up the phone and, and, and dial the police again. Keely and his wife still have to go to court, and I mentioned that their nine-year-old son was there on Sunday. Well, authorities apparently threatened to call DFACS to take the child as his mother and father were being arrested, but Keely says next-door neighbors volunteered to keep him until family members could come and pick him up. We're live in Rex in Clayton County tonight. Eric Phillips, Channel 2 Action News. Wow. Just wow. Um... So guess the race of the, uh, what was it, Clayton, uh, the Keeley family? Mm-hmm. Yeah, guess the race of the Keeley family uh, that was arrested after reporting drugs that they found in a rental home that they were staying in. Let's see what the chat room has to say about that. Uh, I voted that nigger in office white, says Zach. One who invented the moonshine enema. Uh, moonshine enema is that white white people did invent moonshine so i don't know walter white white says connect duke oh yeah because of the meth and shit they found meth um all right man looks like uh everybody's laying out on guest the race so we'll just stop there um white says t sigur um the correct answer is oh wait a meth zombie cracker wants to send obama to kenya white Black people don't find drugs. Arresting officer. Uh, Paste, says Shorty Short Stacks. Oh. Uh, Caster, the dopest ghost. Black, says Randomly Excessive. Um, Leonard Brothers lets me know I missed his, his guess, but I can't look it up again. Uh, balls white, blacker than black, um, they say. Um, oh, one who will take his family meth lab and cheese to Canada now that Obama has been reelected. The correct, correct answer is black. Mm-hmm. It was a black couple, y'all. And the clue is they called the police to report drugs were found and they were arrested. How the fuck did y'all miss that? I am ashamed of y'all's racism. That <laughs> shit was a give me. I, I've had that article for weeks, and I was just like, I can't play it. It's too easy. Nobody will miss it. All y'all heard meth and immediately went to white. Shame. For shame, I say. Hopefully you pick it Step up with this. the rest of up, chat room. Yeah. Good God. This is embarrassing. I hope this is no one's first episode is this one. This is embarrassment. All right. All right. Another, another, <laughs> another article. A young woman is in jail tonight, accused of viciously beating her little sister. Apparently, a fight over Cheetos triggered the outburst. But that crime has uncovered disturbing details about their living situation. Drew Caritas has been digging into this case, and Drew, it seems at some point where these two girls are concerned, somebody dropped the ball here. 
Well, that's the way it looks, Lisa. There are some questions as to why authorities did not get involved with this 23-year-old sooner because she had been apparently caring for her little sister all by herself for years. And we are learning tonight that others recognize signs of alleged abuse for some time. She might not have wanted to raise her 10-year-old sister, but documents say Debbie Mejia claims she was forced into that role when she was just a teenager, after their mother was deported to Honduras in 2006. When she got mad at her, she'll punish her not very good. <laughs> this time, documents say things got physical inside the apartment. Mejia reportedly whipped the little girl with an extension cord and banged her head on the floor, enraged because the child was eating Cheetos. This upstairs neighbor says, sadly, punishment was not unusual here. She put her outside and uh, kneeling, like kneeled on rice and with a bucket of water on her head. Now, CPS oh. spokeswoman Estella Olguin tells us there may have been a pattern of abuse. In fact, school counselors are telling CPS that the girl has come to school with injuries before. Apparently this was not uh, a one-time incident. This is a common occurrence. If school counselors are saying that this isn't the first time this has happened, is it safe to say that there was a lapse in communication somewhere? Well, you know, we don't know. We've looked in our records to see if we've, we have previous history, but we can't find any. School counselors claim they have notified CPS in the past, though Olguin says there is no record of that. And there's also no record of CPS being notified by immigration officials. Had we received the report that a child was caring for a child, in other words, a minor was caring for another minor, then that would be something we would definitely get involved and work with ICE. Now CPS might be working with the consulate in Honduras to track down the girl's mother. This after Mejia reportedly told investigators she has no remorse for what happened, saying she resents her sister for being born and never loved her. Damn. Damn. And I'm I think she's going to be played by Monique in uh, this story. It's going to be her precious. Woo told ICE does not typically notify CPS in cases involving U.S.-born children unless there are accusations of abuse and neglect. We can tell you the child involved in this case is now in foster care, and her older sister will likely not be attending a custody hearing set for next week because she is in jail. This is the latest live here downtown. Drew Carinas, KHOU 11 News. All right, all right. So it's time to play Guess the Race, guys. Uh, what race is Debbie Mejia? Uh, the woman who got mad about her little sister eating Cheetos and decided to abuse her. The color push for the diary of an angry black woman contemplating all oh, fucking black, says Dasmin. Ha! So dark they get out the car with the oil light comes on, and the oil light comes on. One who can turn a VW bug into a minivan, 60 inch vertical border hooper or border hopper. Uh, one who did the backstroke all the way across the Gulf of Mexico. Bird turd. Ah! Sorry, so stakes. Uh, where's my 40 burritos Mexican? Debbie got that hydrated dorsal side flow Latin. Fights over food ending in Itos, Latinos. Ah! Put some hot sauce on my burrito, baby, Mexican. <laughs> Dora the Explorer. Oh. <laughs> And Tapito Guzzler, the correct answer is Latino. Uh, and they, someone got drug me or Latino in at the buzzer. At the buzzer. So yeah, that was it was Latina. All right, here's another guest race. James Washington had a heart attack. He thought he was about to die. Laying in the hospital bed, he desperately looked for a confessor. He found one. 
and guard James Tomlinson. And he just kind of, as best he could, motioned for me and asked me to come here. I got something to tell you. Said, I got something I need to get off my conscience. I have killed somebody. Said, uh, I beat her to death. I immediately went outside and told my, at the time, supervisor to come in here. You really need to hear this. And so the most improbable prosecution goes forward. James Washington was always a person of interest, but there was no real evidence until Mr. Washington provided it himself. That is, until he got better and changed his mind. He was scared. Ah! You took her life. Did you think she was scared? Well, of course, James Washington got better and tried to take back his confession. Mm. Too late. It's in the jury's hands. I like how uh, I like how he just tried to like Indian give that confession now. He's like, oh, oh no, nigga, I'm just fucking with y'all. No man, shit. All y'all know y'all be confessing this shit. Y'all y'all got me fucked up. All right, let's check the chat room and see what race they think uh, the, uh, the 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 confessed killer on his deathbed even uh, was uh, Mr. James Washington. James Washington guessed the race. Black as fuck says Shorty Short Stacks. One who doesn't think that Ike Turner went far enough and was sneaky proud of finishing his job. Kool Aid chemist Black. Could have just went with Kool-Aid chemist, but I feel you, Deep Palm. Good job. <laughs> Steven Richards from South Carolina White. Born again brother. Indian giver. Mayo mouth. <laughs> Mayo mouth. Oh. Re-nigger. I guess if you play spades, you know what that means. Yes. Mm-hmm. Leonard Washington's brother. Gucci Mane's relative. Correct answer is, for everyone guessing, my nigga says Zach and Cal fucking Gandhi shitter. The correct answer is huh? <laughs> come from a long lot of people who had the sugar, says April L. Oh. Black. He was a black man, y'all. I like the idea of confessing on your deathbed. Like that shit went wrong for him horribly. Cause he really thought he was gonna leave. He was like, oh fuck it, I live? Nah, I ain't commit that shit. <laughs> right. I was just That's, I was just paying. Why y'all so serious, God? Nigga can't even like Confess around here without y'all getting serious? Jeez. Everyone calm down. Calm down. Um I t- let me let me see if I find another article. Um Oh, I just thought this was interesting. This isn't guess the race, but uh apparently a judge has ordered a newspaper to identify the person who posted a comment on his website in a story about a murder trial. Uh oh. Now, a lot of people think that they can go on the Internet and they have anonymity. Yes, so they do. They can do whatever they want, you mm-hmm. know, threaten people, talk shit. Bully uh, people. Yeah, bully people, all that stuff. Because, hey, I'm on the Internet. It doesn't really count. Um, and you kind of expect that. And it's stupid. It's stupid as fuck. Because yes, it is. You're pretty much running around with the expectation that, like, Twitter is going to not want you to be found out. You know, or... You know, like like they're going to not cooperate with a legal case against you. That said that again. I don't um, care where you are. If 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 the FBI comes and say, Twitter, we want your account, Twitter going to get our information up. Yeah, Time Warner Cable is not interested in pissing out the cops, you know? No. So it's like you, you are not important enough. Right. You trolling the Internet really is not worth the problems you can get into legally. No, it's not. At the time, the commenter apparently was serving on a jury for that trial that the article was on. 
a murder trial shawnee county judge uh steve eberts last week denied a request by the topeka capital journal to quash a subpoena seeking the name address and internet protocol address ip address Mm -hmm. of a poster who goes by the pseudonym be prepared didn't like they were very prepared Mm-hmm. that person is believed to have been a juror in the first degree murder trial of ncl d stovall 27 who was being tried on 11 charges that included the shooting death of natalie gibson and the wounding of her partner Lori allison during a robbery last year <gasps> court records indicate be prepared access a july 19th news story while the person and the other jurors were deliberating stovall's fate two days later so this during deliberation they're hitting the article up and leaving comments. Wow. The jury convicted Stovall on July 24th of aggravated robbery, found him guilty of the burglary of a Jeep, and was unable to reach verdicts on the nine other charges, including murder. So they didn't even reach verdicts on those. District Attorney Chad Taylor said Stovall would be tried again on those other charges. He also subpoenaed the information from the newspaper. Stovall's attorney, Jonathan Phelps, said, be prepared, posted at 1.45 p.m. of July 21st. Trust me, that's all they got in their little world. As you know, I have been there. Remember the puke's names. They will ne- They will do it forever. That's uh, what the attorney said. Mm-hmm. Phelps found a, mo- found a motion seeking a new trial, saving the online post- saying that online posting constitutes juror misconduct and hindered the Stovall's right to a fair trial. Mm-hmm. So possibly a murderer might get off if, if he, you know, was convicted. Judge Ebert says the poster's identity was relevant to an investigation of criminal misconduct during the trial. He wrote that the prosecutor's office was claimed that, has claimed that without the information, a miscarriage of justice would result. So they either they find out who did this or possibly the dude walks off scot-free mm-hmm. you know and they instruct the jury not to share details not to you know so, not to tweet they you know yeah they basically you have to be cut off from the world digitally yep he also agreed that the prosecutor's office couldn't po- couldn't reasonably obtain the post's identity through any means other than the newspaper website cj online mike merriam the newspaper's attorney said the capital journal would not appeal ebert's decision this was not unexpected, he said. It's disappointing, but I understand his reasoning. Y'all like it? We need to protect our users to be able to post bullshit. It's like, no, well, nigga. Fuck you. This is a crime. I mean, basically, you go fuck fuck that dude, y'all. We gonna let Scott free for murder. All right, let's get back to guest the race, Karen. Mm-hmm. A widower who attacked a love rival with two dangerous japanese swords that's right y'all sword ratchetness is still happening we'll never forget ever he attacked a love rival uh, with two dangerous japanese swords over a young woman he's been jailed for 20 years uh 20 months it should be years though it was two guns it was two guns it'd be two 20 years yes it would former publican ian brennan 56 from Burnley confronted the victim in the street after threatening to gut him like a fish. He had earlier told ex-girlfriend Claire Taylor, 24 to find a man her own age, but got jealous when she did. (laughs) Now she following your instructions. How you going to get mad, sir? Called a bluff. Yeah. Yeah. He, he did. He was like, Oh, Oh, so I can get somebody younger. Okay. When you're 56, you never want to tell your 24 year old girlfriend, 
to go get some young dick because you know what she can yes all these young women can find some dick all of them doesn't matter what she looks like Mm-mm. what you think of her uh pussy is always uh on sale uh, especially if you have a couple liters of gas yes oh yes brennan a few drinks yes brennan then a Rolls royce engineer found a out miss taylor will be going to the dentist with her new partner Stuart mcdowell oh shit yeah boy got his own money he lays in wait outside he lay in wait outside the surgery in briarfield town center armed with the two very sharp ornamental weapons Brennan, who had phoned the victim and threatened, I'm going to gut you like a fish, brandished one of the knives at Mr. McDowell. They weren't knives, they were swords, so come on now. Uh, I like how they try to downplay it. This article is biased. <laughs> the victim was cut, wrestling the sword from the defendant, and a struggle followed in which Mr. McDowell suffered lacerations under his rib and to his left shin. He's lucky to be alive, man. Going against a, a man who is a simp. And he's got that, that simp anger and he's got old man strength and two swords. Nigga, you lucky to be here. Mm-hmm. A shocked onlooker described the two men as grappling like sumo wrestlers. The defendant of Rockinshurst Street, Burnley, had admitted wounding and possessing of an offensive weapon on May 8th. Sarah Statham, prosecuting, said Brennan had been with Miss Taylor for about two and a half years and they had lived together. The relationship ended earlier this year, but they continue to share his house. Wow, she still lived there? Man, this 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 twenty four year old dude, man, like what was on his mind? I live with my ex boyfriend who's fifty six. Uh yeah, you I'm know, gonna do my dad. Right. I'm gonna need you to like move out the house before we can start dating. I see ain't that the truth. Fifty six year old man with two swords. I'm I'm good. The relationship ended earlier this year, but they continued to share his house. The defendant encouraged her to find someone more her own age, and she met Mr. McDowell. Brennan became jealous, and when Miss Taylor went to Mr. McDowell over the bank holiday weekend, the defendant was left at home to dwell on things. So he's just sitting in his house. Well, he really didn't mean go find somebody else then. Yeah, he's just sitting in his house soaking and shit, listening to fucking Bill Withers albums and shit. <laughs> Um, crying because obama don't want election his girlfriend done left him you gonna keep on using me until you you use me up brendan became jealous and when miss taylor went to mr mcdowell's over the bank holiday yeah so he's dwelling on shit the young couple received text messages some threatening from the defendant Brendan telephoned and told mr mcdowell i'm gonna gut you like a fish he also said i will fight you and i will do time for it well Sounds like he was uh, pretty accurate. Yes. Can't, can't, maybe this dude could tell the future. Miss Statham said Brennan knew Miss Taylor was going to the dentist. He went to the practice, tried unsuccessfully to find out what time her appointment was, and told staff if she turned up with a man, there was going to be trouble. So he shows up at the dentist before she gets there and says, if she shows up with a dude, it's going to be a problem. No one called the cops. Nobody. Was it the dentist that, you know, does the drugs or something? Was it the dentist yeah, that she does happen? Yeah, she was too busy laughing in the back. Yeah. Call the cops. 
kind of bullshit is this? Shit, you come up in there and you ain't a patient. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck you doing here. The couple arrived in Briarfield in their vehicle and the defendant was waiting, was waiting in a parked car. The victim, anticipating trouble, told Miss Taylor to go into the dental surgery. He decided to confront Brendan and the defendant got out of his vehicle with a sword in each hand. Oh, damn. The defendant, yeah, he's a dual welder, Karen. The defendant approached Mr. McDowell and went to strike him, first brandishing the 10-inch longer of the two swords. The victim grabbed hold of the blade and received several cuts to his head, but managed to wrestle with the defendant and disarm him of the larger knife, which he threw away. Oh. Brendan still had the smaller sword. The two men began to struggle and ended up on the ground. During the tussle, Mr. McDowell suffered various other wounds, but eventually got the better of the defendant and punched and kicked him. He got up and left, and Brendan got up and went back to his vehicle. The prosecutor said Mr. McDowell went to the hospital for treatment of his wounds. Police were called and the knives were recovered. Brendan was arrested and interviewed, and he claimed he had intended to use the knives to threaten. Right, like, because that's not a crime, too, right? See, this is the problem. They don't respect swords, so you go, it's just a knife, and I was just going to threaten him. It's like, no, you were going to kill a motherfucker with a sword. Mm -hmm. To prison with you, do not pass go, do not collect $200. He had 11 offenses on his record, but none since coming 2001. Coming out there bleached out. Yeah, coming out there like Ichigo Kurosaki and shit. Uh, Mark Stewart for Brennan said he had been a, 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 at a low ebb. He had suffered a triple loss with the death of his wife, brother, and father. So you just, your, 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 your brother, your father, and your wife died, and you out here... Mm, how long ago was that? Because you had this girlfriend for two and a half years, right? Yes. So, I mean, niggas, it's a moratorium on that shit. <laughs> like, at some point, it's like, your wife died, you got some new pussies, life happened, shit didn't work out, you can't be stabbing people. Move on. Miss mm. Taylor lived across the road, a relationship and, developed. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Because he had two uh, swords, he should be charged like people charge you with two guns. I agree. Uh... Miss Taylor lived across the street. A relationship developed. She moved in in 2010, but he became he came to the conclusion she was really too young for him. They remained on friendly terms. Mr. Stewart continued. By the time of the incident, he had become rather depressed. He wasn't quite thinking straight. On the other hand, he uh, he was saying to Claire Taylor, "Go and get a relationship." He said, "Maybe this dude was into some cuckold shit." He may have been and realized, yeah, he wasn't. He's like, "Hold up, now." Mm-mm. Uh, she did get another relationship, and he didn't like it. Uh, he was fired from his job at Rolls Royce. Uh, so. <laughs> Damn, lost your job, Obama lost, your family died, your girl leave you. He snapped. Yeah. The judge said, such a serious attack and your intention to use these knives and threaten means there must be an immediate custodial sentence of 20 months. Bye, nigga. How to be 20 years. So, uh, guess the race of this sword wielding maniac, 56 year old, uh, Mr. Brennan, uh, who was out there trying to, um, get his groove back, apparently, and cut some grooves into this young fella for some reason. Dad says not only is he black, but he's an old school light skinned samurai simp. Light skinned samurai simp. That's ah. first. Drake the samurai warrior, says Zach. Wesley Pipes Black, says, well, says Fopson. Um, our, uh, J. Cole. I don't even know what race that is. I'm assuming black. I'm assuming so. 
brought the swords off the home shopping network then watched deadliest warrior to learn how to use them white says april l mayo and ah. cheese sandwich eater mayo and cheese sandwich eater says shorty short stacks um the That's correct sandwich yeah <laughs> mayo and cheese that is white um the correct answer is guys wait friend of uncle ruckus cucumber and cheese no crust sandwich eating crackers says sonya <laughs> the correct answer is white he was a white man y'all and um i'm gonna post a link uh real quick but this nigga got beat the fuck up too he got like nothing worse than fighting for your love and getting your ass whooped i remember when i was in college uh i don't know if i told this story on the show before or not but um when i was in college i had a friend uh uh, not even a friend really he was a, a sweet mate uh sweet a sweet mate is like somebody who um lives in the same like little sweet as you and so mm-hmm. like i don't know how many of us there were but uh let's say eight of us living in a suite right mm-hmm. and um his name was ed and uh he had a girlfriend and uh she was just like ed was one of those guys that i don't know how other guys feel about this but he was almost embarrassing to hang out with because he had a girlfriend but every single time that we ever went out, he would try to holler at chicks. And he would try to holler at every chick. It didn't matter how she looked. It didn't matter if it was going to be tacky. It didn't matter where we were. He was trying to holler at everything. Now, he had a girlfriend. And they were one of those type of couples that go everywhere. They hold hands. They do, like, lovey-dovey to the point where you're just like, God damn, nigga, don't y'all get enough of each other? Right. So it was one of those things, you know, and, and so uh we weren't supposed to have, quote unquote, visitation. That's where girls can come stay in your room and shit. Mm-hmm. But he would have a chick come over to his crib and to the room anyway. She would sneak in and, and like hang out in his room and shit. And, you know, he's an untrustworthy motherfucker. So one day um I'm sitting in the suite. She goes through his drawer and finds some of the numbers that he's able that he's been able to get. Oh, now, the numbers that he's gotten from girls, let me just tell you something. These girls, these are not girls that you want to bring anyone home to meet. Uh-oh. Right? These are not girls that you will ever be proud of. You don't take them to the movies uh, unless it's at, after midnight. You know, it's like gremlins. Uh-oh, like, that you don't good. feed them. You don't feed them after midnight. Like, these are girls you don't want to be seen with. But, um, you know, that's the only, like, because he's hollering at every type of chick, that's the only kind of quality he's getting. Yep. Um. So, you know, it's, it's, it's like you, you go to Burger King, you want to like, oh, let me get a burger. Then not only is this dude trying to get, uh, you know, like not only are you trying to get your burger, but then you got to deal with Ed trying to holler at the chick while you're trying to get your burger. Oh, yeah, like, oh yeah. so he the dude when you go to McDonald's, you be like, yeah, give me a two piece. What you want? They be like, yeah, give me five piece. You walk up there. And he be like, hey, girl, you be like, nigga, can I just pay, pay for the Yeah, window? that's actually worse than that because he's the dude that makes you go inside. Oh, fuck Like, it's you. not even in the drive-thru. Like, I'm inside. I'm like, yeah, I think I want to get a um a Whopper Jr. and uh, some fries. Hey, girl, what's your name is? It's like, nigga, her name is on the name tag. It's right there in our <laughs> face. You're looking at her name. And, like, you know, so he was that dude, right? It was, it was just annoying. Oh, yeah, he's somebody you don't want to go out with. So, and then he would be so proud. I got a number. It's like, none of us would fuck that chick. So, why are you? Ha! 
Like and how you know she gave you the right number? Even if it was the fucking right number, even if it's the number that was a combination to the lottery that night, huh? none of us would have took take that would have take taken that number, right? No. None of us would have taken that number. So um yeah, so she was like uh you know so he's you know so she goes through his fucking uh drawers while he goes to take a piss. Now I hate and I know everyone like everybody knows people like this. You know that fake ass couple? Like like a lot of people have problems with PDA, public display of affection. I don't have any problem with that. Mm-hmm. But the fake ass couple that is completely faking it and you know they're faking it, um, I think that uh that's the issue for a lot of people is is like um you, you had this sickening feeling of like, why are y'all faking it so much? Like why don't y'all just fucking be happy and not worry? Why you got? Why are you trying to prove to me that y'all in love? I know it's so. Like, I don't care about your love. You don't got to do that shit. So uh, I know it's so. So and then you knew it was fake the whole time. So he, you know, they're fucking and shit. And uh, you know, it's it's funny how when you're in college, like uh, someone can literally be fucking in like the room next door, and it's just no big deal. <laughs> you get accustomed to that yeah it's just like oh yeah they fucking man just check back in a minute so yeah they're fucking and shit and um he goes out you hear him get done so he goes out to like take a piss or something in the bathroom leaves the room for like 30 seconds right Mm -hmm. she could not fucking wait for him to get off up top of her to go through his drawers looking for numbers now why are you going through his drawers looking for numbers and you letting him fuck you that does not compute to me, but maybe that's because I'm in a happy relationship and I'm in a good place, and I'm just, I'm. That's my privilege right now to think of that. But if I don't, I would you, never date someone. Yeah, I would never let someone. I would not have sex with somebody I did not fucking trust uh, to be faithful to me. If that, if I thought we were in a relationship, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you just bust a nut in me. Now let me check your pocket for numbers. Like what? So. She checks the numbers, and like anyone that's ever checked for evidence of someone cheating, they are cheating on you. Like, that's just the way it is. Like, if you get the inclination to think, like, should I check? Yes. That's, don't check. Just break up. Ah! So just don't even check. Just go, I, I don't trust you. That's enough for me. But no one does. Everybody always has to check. She finds numbers, and then she confronts them, right? And there's this big-ass argument. And they're just like yelling at the top of their lungs. I'm like, yeah. nigga, I'm trying to play NBA 2K. Yes, and then the way dorm rooms are set up. You're, yeah. You're like, it's like tight as apartment. You're like, fuck, now I got to hear y'all fuss. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm just looking at this couple that has the expiration date of spoiled milk in my refrigerator. Like, ha! y'all, y'all niggas, too much past due. Break yeah. the fuck up. Y'all should not have been together this long in the first place. So she's sitting up there yelling at that, yelling at the top of the lungs at each other, beating each other's chest. I don't know. He's like, get in my room and talk about this shit. You ain't got to worry about it. You don't trust me. What you doing? Go to my room. Uh, going through my drawers. What you doing with numbers in your pocket? What is it? Who is this girl? I'm about to call her right now. You better not call nobody. You don't know that. So they doing all this shit, right? Aww. And you, you think, like, after that, I'm like, okay, at least they'll break up. I get some peace and quiet because they're always going through shit like this over there. They don't break up. They don't break up? Of course not, Karen. These kind of couples never break up. They're always like these just low expectation having motherfuckers just cannot break up, dog. So it's like, you know, I'm thinking in my mind they break, they're broken up, right? Because yes. I'm young. I don't know no better. I'm going to the cafeteria. These niggas holding hands. 
I go to the mall. These motherfuckers <laughs> hold their hands, kissing <laughs> on each other. I'm like, I just watched her Y'all. finally catch your sloppy cheating ass because he was one of those people that cheat so sloppily. Like, not even cheating. He was just trying to get the pussy. That was it actually made it even worse. He wasn't even fucking anybody else. He was just trying extra, extra hard. Trying to upgrade himself, I guess. So, yeah, trying but, to upgrade himself. Yeah, but he didn't want to let go of the original, right? So, um, they, you know, they don't break up, right? But it's just completely untrustworthy. She's showing up random times now to check on him, which is a sign of you don't trust this nigga. Yep. It's like we just sitting in a room and then not, not, not. Hey, what's, what are you doing here, Tasha? Ed here? I think he went out. You know where he went? No. You know, was he with somebody? I don't know. Did he go meet a girl? Goddamn, girl. What the fuck are you doing here? I want to play NBA 2K. I didn't sign up for this shit. Yep, and I'm not his fucking monitor. Right, so, you know, he, um, that would happen and shit. They obviously don't trust each other, right? So, uh, the, it, it comes a time where, you know, we're at Fayetteville State. So it's like a couple hours from Raleigh and shit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, everybody is planning to go on a road trip to go to a basketball game at, like, I think it was Prembrook College or something like that. Mm-hmm. And now, like, I'm not going. Like, no. I'm just not that niggas for that shit. So they were like, I'm going. And it's like, it's going to be some hoes out there, man. And of course, that's all you need to say to get Ed to go. Ha! Hoes. It might be some hoes out there. And There's I'm some like, hoes in this house. Y'all about, to go, this y'all about house. to go to this little ass college that got about four people at it. Yeah. To watch a basketball game. Hoping that it's some chicks trying to fuck. Maybe they will be, maybe they won't. But you know you got a girlfriend. You know she don't trust you. You know y'all got problems. You're not telling her. You're trying to hide it. You you know, I heard him arguing with her on the phone about, you know, I'm, I'm going to stay in tonight. She's like, I want to see you. I'm just going to stay in. It's like, she knows you're leaving. Of course. That's why she wanted to stay because she knew about the same game. So he leaves, he leaves the dorm and goes on a road trip, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm hanging out, I'm hanging out in front, talking to my boys. Oh, chilling. so you back at the campus? Yeah, I don't yeah. go. I don't oh, go. I stay. Yeah. I stay in the dorm. I'm hanging out in the front of the dorm, hanging out with my boys, talking shit, probably talking about basketball, making jokes. I look up. Who do I see walking over to the room to the, towards the dorm? Her, Tasha. And she is looking like she is about to go and fuck somebody's brains out, like. You know how you just see somebody that's like a little more dressed up. They got a serious face. And she knows that we're, you know, sweet mates with Ed. She didn't speak to none of us, make no eye contact. Because we know this nigga ain't here. And she knows he ain't here. That's right. And she's still finding a way to come over to the dorm and meet some dude. You know, and he pretty much had gotten her accustomed to coming over to the dorm and and fucking. So it didn't matter that it was against the rules or whatever. There's no paper trail. No one's signing her in. She's just going to get some fuck on so uh she walks into the dorm i don't say shit she doesn't say shit and uh you know i'm i'm like okay so that that happened um and i you know my reaction i started laughing because it's funny um so um that this you know so this this goes on uh and you know i started noticing anytime ed is out trying to get his cheat on she's out you know she'll come over to the dorm and so finally, Ed gets back, and somebody must have told him. Now, I didn't tell him shit, because 
uh my morality yeah my morality is very simple keep me out of your shit i know it's so like if you're a cheater i'll never lie for you Mm -mm. and i'll never lie on you stay the fuck away from me like i don't care like and by stay away from me i mean keep your cheating away from me Mm-hmm. if you want to show up to dinner with a girlfriend instead of your wife that's, that's your, your fucking business. business just keep it away from me i don't i look at me like okay don't have me on the phone lying to nobody mm-hmm. i'm not getting any of this pussy don't be putting me in the corner yeah, yeah. making it complex for me talking about it, I, I don't know nothing so i told him like fuck that shit dog um you know I, i'm out of this right so i didn't tell him shit so apparently, you know, we're sitting in the dorm one day and you just hear Ed going off. He's in his room with his roommate, like, bitch, what the fuck? Talking on the phone, cussing. Bitch, I can't believe you do me like this. You're embarrassing me in front of all these people. I'm thinking like, well, now you've embarrassed her everywhere we've gone. Wow. Can't go to the food line without you trying to holler at some chick. I mean, I'm sure other people have seen you Hello. openly chasing every piece of pussy in fucking Fayetteville. So let's not pretend, right? But whatever um i don't say shit i'll just play my game and so uh i actually went um outside i was playing ball i was coming back and uh everybody was like oh hey hey come over here to the other dorm uh it's about to be a fight well that's about to be a fight so of course like true brother i run over there it's an hbcu Mm-mm. so i could see it now i'm, I'm not completely opposite i'm like fuck that i ain't yeah. trying to get shot or stabbed karen would run away i ran oh, over yeah. there no, I'm, I'm, to I'm see the fight so um i get over there and it's ed and ed is about to fight the dude that's been fucking his girl and tasha is in between i'm like no don't do it crying and shit all this big ass dramatic scene there's like fucking a hundred people out here watching this ah. shit right and she's like crying and shit and it's funny because at this point it's not even about her Mm-mm. like it's, it's not. not about any love that he has for her it's about nope. his own right. honor and pride as That's a man and right how dare you fuck my possession which is this woman and i have to beat you up to prove something like uh y'all don't even love each other. What the fuck are y'all fighting about? Uh, I know it's tr- so... Like, none of y'all are in love, and you're about to fight each other. Like, fight a dude. Possibly get, you know, whatever. So, um, you know, he's like, I'm, he's about to fight for love. So, uh, Ed steps up to the, to, the, to the guy who's been fucking his chick. And they start swinging on each other. And in uh, short order, it becomes quite apparent that Ed... Is getting his ass whooped. <laughs> all that fighting for love shit, all that stuff you see in the movies about mothers being able to lift cars off of toddlers and men able to like get their family back from hostage from hostage takers. You saving lives, nothing real love. Yeah, in seventy two hours, all of that shit that you believe, if, all if, the puppet dog tales, infatuation don't move fucking cars. That love got his ass whooped that night. Yep, got him some black ass eyes, didn't it? That dude, this dude whooped his ass so bad that he was literally telling Ed to stop to save Ed. Oh, it was one of them tight fights. He was like, nigga, why, go, go on. Why, why are you still trying to fight me? Right, he beat him like his daddy, like yeah. giving him life lessons between punches. Yeah, he was like, I don't want to fight you, but if you keep coming, that's what he said. He was, was, I don't want to fight you, 
I don't want to have to do this. Wow, wow, wow. And then, and then Ed would be like, uh, you know, fuck my girl, man. You try to play me, man. He was like, look, man, your girl came over to my room. Wow, wow, wow. Look, man, this ain't even about you, man. I ain't know she had a girl. Wow, wow. I ain't know she had a man. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> yep. That's Just how that conversation goes. Beating his ass, dog. He's hitting his ass and saying shit like, you really going to do this over a girl? I'm like, this shit got to be hurting your ego. Neither one of us care about, dog. Taking an ass whooping as the man is giving you life advice. <laughs> he not even listening to. Like, just go with your girl and be happy. Bam. Punch to the face. <laughs> so Ed did this thing that we still joke about to this day. And it's called uh, Get get Your Mind Right. Uh-oh. And his roommate Marcus is one of the funniest people I've ever talked to. He says uh, Ed had to get his mind right. Because after Ed receives a good 20 seconds of ass whooping. And the dude is actually mad now because he tried to let Ed off the hook and Ed just kept trying to fight. Mm -hmm. So now he's pursuing Ed and Ed proceeded to moonwalk up out of that motherfucking fight (laughs) like Carmelo Anthony in the garden. He backed up about a good 50 fight and we call that getting your mind right. It was like Ed got to get his mind right. He ain't one of my blows, did he? Man, Ed was getting his mind right and getting his ass whipped at the same time. So finally, dude, I guess dude just got tired of whooping his ass and was like, all right, dog, uh, I'm done whooping your ass for now. Uh, just go ahead and, um, you know, take this ass whooping. Would you, have you learned your lesson? I hope Ed did. And Ed didn't say nothing. He's bleeding from the nose and the mouth now. Oh. So then, well, even more complicated things, his girl go like goes to get between them. And the dude that just won the fight is like, I don't want to be with you. Like, mm. no, he don't care. You, care. you were just some pussy. Right. And so she runs to Ed after that. Like, I peeped all this and helped Ed up. And Ed was like, get off me. Get off me. And like, went back to his room and like cleaned up his blood and shit. And, um, oh, a very dysfunctional fucking relationship. Yeah. And after that, that was the end, Karen. They finally broke up. Hell no. These niggas stayed Are together the serious? rest. Yes. Like literally holding hands, walking to the cafeteria. Like I just don't get these people, man. But anyway, it reminded me of this wow. sword story. It reminded me of the sword story because this dude in this article, he got his ass whooped the same yes, way that Ed did. Fifty six or not. Walking up trying to prove a point. Love got his ass whooped. Fucking with that young boy. And yes. just like he got Ed's ass whooped. So, yeah, man. All right. Mm-hmm. we've uh, This has been another episode of Blackout Tips. <laughs> of course, you can find the show. All you got to do is go to theblackouttips.com or go to iTunes, go to Facebook, Podomatic, or Stitcher Radio. Just search The Black Guy Who Tips. We will come up. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, you know, we'll we'll try to... We'll read that. We guarantee it. No matter what you say about the show. Yep. Email us the blackout tips at gmail.com. You can call the show 704-557-0186 and, uh, donate to the show at the blackout Go to the store. Uh, I will contact the people who won, mm-hmm. uh, their prizes through direct message on Twitter. And um, thank you, everybody, that did take the time out to vote for us. We appreciate it. We do. Thank um, you so much, guys. The show is sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions. 
Um, and you know, our, the, obviously, man, this, our great sponsor that has supported us from the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, make sure you guys go out and support them. Please do y'all. Uh, the, the feature film they're, they're, they're promoting right now is Found Betty, starring friends of the show, Alexa Yeams, Amanda Elizabeth, and John Fouts. Uh, the trailer will be on the blackouttest.com. Click on it. Thumbs up. Like it. It all helps spread the word for the show, and it helps the sponsors see a return on their investment. Mm-hmm. Of course, the other sponsor is the black uh, is uh, AdamandEve.com. Put in the code TBGWT. Get 50% off of one item, free shipping, free central gift, and three free DVDs for using the code TBGWT. Use it as often as you like. It helps the show out every single time, and uh, it keeps them wanting to sponsor a show like us, guys. And uh, don't you want us to get money for doing this? I do. I know it's so. So, yeah, do that. Follow us on Twitter. I'm Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That S-N-D-A-T. The show Twitter is TBGWT. The next show uh, should be Saturday at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. for a feedback show. And Sunday at 10 a.m., uh, we'll have Bill Beatty on. Uh, we'll talk with him about some gambling and sports and all this other shit, man. Cool. So, uh, we'll talk to you guys on Saturday morning. So until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. It'll bring you out the, out the darkness. Sweet King Martin. Sweet Queen Coretta. Malcolm, sweet Queen Betty, sweet Mother Mary, sweet Father Joseph, sweet Jesus, we made it in America, sweet baby Jesus, oh sweet baby Jesus, we made it in America, sweet baby Jesus. Ain't no fashion show, motherfucker. We live in Martin.
to my grandma for that banana pudding. I'm piece of Americana. I apple power supplies through arm and hammer. Straight out the kitchen. Shh, don't wake Nana. Build the republic. It still stands. I'm trying to lead a nation and lead my little mans. On my daughter, so I'm boiling this water. The scales was lopsided. I'm just restoring order. Hold up, here comes grandma. What's up, yaya? What's that smell? Oh, I'm just boiling some agua. No papa, bad Santa. The streets raised me, brought in my bad manners. I got my liberty, chopping grams up. Street justice, I pray God understand us. I pledge allegiance to all the scramblers. This is the Star Spangled Banner. Joseph